1: And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light him up, light him up, light him up. This is the Cigar Authority.
2: Light him up, light him up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, June 11, 2022, Cigar Smoking Etiquette. Whether you are new to cigar smoking or a pro, what to do and what not to do is the question. Cigar smoking etiquette today on The Cigar Authority.
3: And you are listening to The Cigar Authority, now in its 13th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcasts by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network, and you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com.
2: Barry is back. What did you do on your summer vacation?
3: Absolutely nothing. That's not true.
2: (laughs) Uh, Absolutely (laughs) nothing.
3: Uh. You drank copious amounts of alcohol. No, bought two bottles. Got a bottle and a half left.
2: Really? Yep. Yep.
3: Some of the pictures you posted were old then because yeah, I saw some half bottles.
2: look, look like.
4: Yeah, I finished a bottle of chicken cock yesterday, <laughs> and I still got half a bottle of uh, Buffalo Trace left. So you like the chicken cock? I like the chicken cock. Yeah. And I am comfortable saying that. <laughs> Mr. Jonathan,
2: have you tried the chicken cock?
3: <laughs> um, I'm going to tell you, Dave, I've had a lot of different cock in my mouth. Not the chicken.
2: No. No.
4: Uh, overpriced bourbon, but it's become one of my favorites. Really? The
5: chicken cock is expensive?
2: Yeah, it's like $60 a bottle of bourbon. Most bourbons, $25 a bottle. What makes the manufacturer say, so what's a different name? Let's write some names down. Chicken cock. That's a good one. Let's go with that.
3: Well, you go with it because we just spent three minutes.
4: So it's an interesting thing. It's a brand that started in the 1800s. It disappeared. A guy was researching old brands and brought it back. So it had disappeared from the market for like 40 years.
2: I'm right, going to talk a little about that on the after show oh. today as we talk about, on the after show, um, the what? PCA and the new cigar brands that are coming out. Some of the new cigar brands are old cigar brands making comebacks that I'm excited about to see uh, how they play out. But we'll talk yeah. about that on the after show. Wouldn't
5: it be worse for a cigar brand to have cock in the name?
2: Yes, Fighting cock. <laughs> yeah, that
5: was not mm-hmm. good.
2: No. But we rem- remember. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. One, yeah, and I believe it's still to this day. I think it's a mail order catalog huh. uh, brand or something like yeah. that. It, it didn't go away. But you know, if I if I was in there, I would say, yeah, this is a bad idea. Don't co- go with this name. But maybe, like you said, people talk about. it. They like it. to say it. Yeah. They talk about it, and that's some of the stuff that said you, wild packaging and things that say this is awful. It's hokey and blah 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 blah. And people are talking about it. There's but big things to that, you know.
5: You, you could make a size called the uncircumcised oh, that Jesus. has a closed foot. See, right? then you leave that. You're, you're <laughs>
3: leaving the realm of double entendre at that you're point. You just you're going just going, going in. right into dick and fart jokes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, we got a cigar to start off with. Uh, let's go with this, Barry.
4: Well today's first cigar is the Montosa Maduro and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Arnold Andre Cigars. The size is six and three quarters by fifty-four to Churchill, featuring a San Andreas Mexican wrapper over Bahia Sumatra binder with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Nicaragua, and Brazil. It is part of the Cigar Authority Care Package in a single set you back 660
2: six sixty
4: why a box of twenty is one twelve twenty which comes out to just five sixty one per cigar that's a savings of almost twenty dollars or fifteen percent off the box price on two guys dot com if you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it try twoguyscigars.com. dot com that's the number two guys cigars dot com
2: I want you to check on the size you said six and three quarters by fifty four I don't mm. think so
4: yeah that's what's uh, we have it listed for it on our really? website. Yep. It looks does not feel like a 54, I will no, tell you that. it looks like a 7 by 50, 52 So that's what you max. have it on
2: the, And who's the person that put it on the website as it uh, It was
4: pulled right from the press release.
2: Really? Yeah. All right, you got to look into that because it, it doesn't look like a 54 to me. Uh, in my fingers, uh, it looks like it would be less. Now,
5: for... before we even wow, get. It looks like a Lancero in your hand. Before we even get the pre-light draw.
3: Well, we can't do anything because we we haven't cut it yet.
5: Well, you can do something because Bingo McTavish says it smells like smoked paprika, and I think he kind of nailed it. Do you know smoked paprika?
2: I know paprika.
5: Yeah. But just imagine the smell of paprika.
2: (laughs) Is there such a thing as smoked paprika? Of of course. you saying paprika, and then I'll smoke it. No. No.
5: No, there is such a thing.
2: I mean, not physically <laughs> smoke it, right? Put it in a smoker and oh, yeah. make it barbecue-esque?
5: Yeah. Or
3: smoked? Smoked. If you will. <laughs> yeah, i go with smoked
2: paprika. Yeah. That works. That's a nice aroma. I like what it smells like.
5: Maybe you should get some
2: smoked paprika. All right. I've never had it. Well, I have to get myself smoked... ready for this week's Perdomo trick shot. Oh, oh no. I had... I had um, I had smoked salt before, Yeah. it was very good. It's good. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't know what Mr. Jonathan He just doing. wants people
4: to look at his knots.
2: What are huh. you doing?
3: I'm taking part in the cutting sound effect. Oh, all
2: right.
5: Barry, if you look, though, mercifully, the the cup is blocking the crotch. Thank God.
2: Yeah. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo was the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal last-strip tax, and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
4: I guess you could call that a
2: small favor. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know, most people are listening. They have no idea what you're doing, but I have to bring it up because you stood up and you cut from underneath your leg like a trick shot, right? That's
3: what it is, yeah. See, the studio audience takes part in the clicking of the cutters and, yes. and, and my boy Glenn over here, he does trick shots like that. For you? All the time. For me, yes, I just return the favor. Right. Is that
4: like a part of a meeting ritual?
6: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It might
2: be. Yeah. <laughs> the smell of paprika in the, in the air. During a mm-hmm. summer day. Barry's got a lot of color. Huh? Look, look at his eyes, uh, especially his left arm. A little look bit of his left arm color. Did a lot of driving. All with right, the uh, with, the, with the arm out the window, yes. truck driver tan, yeah.
3: <laughs> a little bourbon vanilla on the cold draw. Yeah,
2: I, I have the the alcohol taste to with the sweetness of alcohol. We're going to light
3: our cigar today with the Land Shark by Lotus. This features a bottle cap top that you flip by yourself. Double wall protection, so the lighter never heats up. Three jets, fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank, and at the bottom you've got an easy adjustment wheel. All for the low price of nineteen ninety nine.
2: That's the Land Shark by Lotus. This is my uh, desktop uh, lighter that's uh, at my desk at all and times.
5: Andy Johnson feels like he chose the wrong day to watch instead of listen. <laughs> <laughs> It just sounds like people are just jealous
3: that I think to do things other than just sit here.
5: I don't know. He follows up with, I can never unsee that. Yeah, You're welcome.
2: So, almost a Churchill right here. And $6.60. It's going to be at the trade show for the first time this year. Very excited about this type of cigar. This is a value cigar. Mm -hmm it's a great cigar for this kind of money and uh, i think it's going to be big for them
5: it's it's a good maduro for you especially yeah. it's got a lot of sweetness mm. not terribly strong i think it's delicious you know the, they they
3: come out around christmas time they're the the chocolate balls that you are, you smash with yeah, the yeah, orange yeah.
2: yes i'm going to i got to find a bell here yes yes it is that's what it tastes like you know what he's saying? Oh yeah. You, you bang the thing down and yeah, it breaks and it up. It breaks in the... into the segments. Yes. And Delicious. It has that orangey, chocolatey, almost creamsicle, but more chocolatey than mm-hmm. the vanilla. Yep. Damn good.
4: Yeah, I have no clue what you're talking about.
2: Really? Yeah. Oh, you like this thing. It's 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 a round ball yep. foiled. Mm-hmm. And
3: don't worry, there's no peanut butter mixed in <laughs> with no. the chocolate, that's so good, you'll that, eat that, it. And you bang it down,
2: and just like the pieces of an orange that would be, okay. they automatically come out. Each one is chocolate It's I don't know, held together by the center part that when you bang it down. It
4: Are they like a, a supermarket candy, or I got to go to like a specialty candy No, store. they'll have them at the supermarket. Yeah.
2: You got to look for them. And you like orange and chocolate? Yeah. That and you like balls in your
4: chocolate. mouth,
2: so. Well, nobody eats it Especially when
4: they're, they're attached to the chicken cock.
3: So I was on uh, Cigar Pulpit this (laughs) week. Yes, you were. uh, The episode
2: just landed uh, yesterday. I listened to half of it this morning. You went 30 minutes without mentioning cigars. Listen,
3: it's his job as the interviewer to redirect me into the direction he would like the conversation to go. But I got to say, honestly, it was pretty awesome having a conversation with somebody that could fill the time. It was nice.
5: Are you saying Dave can't? Yeah, I'm not saying way. anything. Yeah, I'm
2: saying sense. it was nice having the conversation. That kind of felt like a shot of Dave. Yeah, don't why know. don't you just do their show then?
4: You <laughs> be part of their <laughs> show, which is fine. I kind of sense a new drinking game because you mentioned them numerous times in the clubhouse. So I think when you mentioned Pinomo and Cigar Pulpit, yeah. I'll listen to the drunk 20 him. minutes
2: in. I think you'd love him.
4: Uh, I think Barry <laughs> just wants to be on the
3: show and he's. I've been he on the show. He hasn't figured out a way to ask.
2: Well, you asked. I did not ask. I was on the show because they asked me. And when then I was on, I did not ask. Yeah. Was a next
3: time, I'm just going to go on the show and not even tell them I'm coming. I'm just going to be on the show.
2: I don't know how you would do that. <laughs> Unless you jump in a car and drive down to God knows where they are in they the middle of the Ohio country somewhere. Some yeah. One of those states. I don't think it is. Kentucky? huh. Near Chicago. Uh, but Indiana? Illinois. Not Illinois. I don't know where it is. It's some Wisconsin? somewhere. Wisconsin? No, south, south of that, Missouri, south, maybe Missouri, west, Missouri, I believe it is Missouri, Missouri. Yeah. I think so, mm-hmm. all right, we're talking cigar smoking etiquette, and um, cigar smokers uh, can and should be classy when they go into a cigar shop and do the right thing and have some, a little etiquette when they end up doing it. Now, you're a pro. You've been smoking cigars for years, and you normally smoke on your deck or you smoke whatever. When you go into a cigar shop, it should be a little different, that you should respect their place of what it is and have a little etiquette when you do that. So
5: you should keep your shoes on, for example? Yes,
2: yes. On a plane especially, I would say (laughs) that's plane etiquette. Man, there's nothing that makes me crazier than that. When you're
4: doing a cigar podcast, you should keep your pants on.
2: Yes.
5: So we're flying together next month. The shoes have to be on?
4: They have to be on. We're
5: going to be very far away from Now, where other. where are you oh, on? really?
3: Where are you on Ed Sullivan wearing mandals?
2: I hate it. Mm-hmm. So he has to wear closed-toed shoes and preferably with socks. Who walks around other than in your yacht or something with sandals and you carry toes and grossness? It's gross. Certainly not me.
3: I, I, I do own a pair of sandals, but they're only for if I'm going in the pool. Yes, mm-hmm. These are not sandals.
2: No, that's fine.
3: And you have socks on.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you're
3: fine. I've
5: got uh, the Pup Tart socks on.
3: The, 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 the no socks thing in the shoes, that bothers me.
5: And, Especially at the airport. airport. Right. you got to take, take your shoes, shoes off. off and, and now you got to walk bare feet. Yes. Oh, it's disgusting. Yeah, okay, I, don't so be...
2: I thought you were on the other side of this thing. All right. right, you're with me on yeah. this. All right. Enough of that craziness. What was the shoe bomber? We got to take our shoes <laughs> off. We got to take our shoes off because of one guy that one time failed. Yeah, but at blowing something. You got
5: up. the TSA pre, so usually you don't have to take yeah, your
2: shoes off. But, uh, but you
5: wear shoes and socks.
2: Yes, of course. Like, like a human being, but, with a little uh, etiquette when you go to the airport.
5: I do always have the slip-on, so in case they make you take the shoes off, I don't want to be tying them afterwards and all that stuff. I'm
3: a big slip-on
2: guy. Yeah. I have to make that move. I, I should do yeah. a slip-on. I should have a special pair just for traveling. Yeah, right?
5: it, it's worth it, in, just in case. You know? All right,
2: Laurie, you hearing that? I need Do the, you think that the pair need... of shoes just for traveling shoes, and, and just automatically put it on the... Soupcase, so that's in a pair. A
3: pair you think you're going to get one in quintuple E? I, they have it. Slip on shoe.
2: They, I have them. I have them. I have a lot of shoes.
3: Your your shoe is the same length as it
2: is wide. It is. And, they and make you these. think they make
5: a slip on they
2: for that? They do. I have it. I'll wear it tomorrow. You I might, have it. Get maybe, the hell out of Maybe your yet.
5: mom can make you something out of chicken feet sacks
2: or yeah. something and just slip your Probably shoe. Probably <laughs> back in the day. Back in the day, I used to have to put. Um, alcohol, rubbing alcohol in my shoe. Oh, I've done that. Swish for dance. it around yeah. and get my shoe on to go to school. Huh. Because the shoe wouldn't fit. And you'd soak it, you put it on there and then it would end up drying and it and it holds on. I got my shoes on and walk around all day in pain till you take it off at the end of the night, pop. When you pull <laughs> it off, it was like opening a bottle or something. See huh. now I would think that you
3: would be pro sandal having grown up like that.
2: No. The the foot is ugly. Especially mine. As bad as my hand is, the foot is even worse. Yeah, that (laughs) it's flintstones. There's there's another level. What are those shoes that everybody's
4: into right now? The the open in the back or sometimes they'll have like a little strap. Crocs? Yeah. The only thing worse than sandals is crocs. Yeah, I hate that too.
5: John Carney wears the Yes, the I know he does. Yeah. It bothers me. Yeah. It bothers me, too. He wears a robe sometimes.
2: I <laughs> <laughs> see him too. Yeah, he looks like he escaped a mental institution. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, pal. <laughs> but you kind of look like you came out of an episode of The Jeffersons, just saying. He was up here this week and did not come in and see us. Did you offend him? <laughs> no, he offended me. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened, but uh, he was up here and di- didn't come by. Uh, probably busy, whatever it is, but... Um, that, that would be bad etiquette, right, in a, in a cigar shop of not showing up to uh, one of your oldest and maybe not dearest, but oldest customers. But anyway, we're talking cigar smoking etiquette. Let's start with number one. It says use a cigar cutter. Biting your cigar is disgusting. Picking at it is the second worst. No sticking golf ball tees or a pen in there, and for God's sakes, buy a cutter. When you go into a cigar shop, have a cutter or buy a cutter. Not use the other person's cutter and bite it and do all these things. And while you're at it, buy a nice one. Try the Jaws by Vertigo. I love my Jaws. We're talking twenty nine dollars. Mm-hmm. I've had this. I've had this for twelve years. Cuts
5: just as well. It stays
2: in the box. I only use it. Use it at the show, but I use it a hundred and four times minimum per year. And for $29, so no. do the math on I, that.
5: I use mine eight times a day. What's that, right.
2: 2,500 cuts in yeah. a year? Yeah. So still sharp, too. Yeah? You go <clears throat> into the cigar shop, you have a cutter, or you buy a cutter, and you use a cutter. No biting it. When you bite it, then you got to take the tobacco out of your mouth and put it in the ash. Yeah,
3: chicken. and the, listen, we're, we're on the back end of this pandemic craziness where people went a little too far. But it's still not sanitary. To be using everybody else's cutter. It's not sanitary to put your spittle in the ashtray. Someone has to clean that. It's disgusting. Yeah, Use a cutter. Yeah. Please
2: use a cutter. It's so simple, right? So now you know number one thing to do. I have 11 of these things. Uh, number two, don't lick it. It's not a lollipop. It's a cigar. I don't know. You're who's saying
3: don't lick it before you stick it. Correct. In the cutter. <laughs>
2: Don't, or at all. Don't lick your cigar. There's no licking involved.
5: What if it's a sweet
2: What if it's cigar? too short? Don't lick it. No. Put it in your mouth and that's it. <laughs> what if it's what? <laughs> Only
3: Barry and Ed got it. That's okay. And, and every single listener that had any sort of radio in the 90s.
2: Yeah, I don't know what that is. So don't lick the cigar. Uh, certainly don't lick the cigar. And then borrow somebody's cutter Oof. on top of it. I mean, it, it goes hand in hand. But don't do either of them. Uh, it's just bad etiquette to, to lick the cigar. Some people
4: now, deep put it in and it. out and uh-huh. in and out.
2: They deep throat it. You know, they do their best Linda Lovelace impersonation. Yeah.
3: At a cigar dinner one time, this dude had his, his uh, cigar I, on I, the plate.
2: I know exactly what you're saying because I was there.
3: And he's asking everybody at the table, do you have a cutter? Do you have a cutter? Do you have a cutter? And everyone's saying no to him. And I was very, very green. And I'm like, I know for a fact I just saw this dude over here put a cutter <laughs> in his pocket. So why is everyone being mean to this this old man? So I go, all right, he I have a...
2: He wasn't old enough for that. For the I pack, have a cutter
3: I and I unfold my keychain scissor cutters or whatever and give it to him. And he takes a cigar that's been by his side the whole time. And he goes, oh, good. Because my wife won't put this in her mouth, and he just lops off the chewed end and gives the still wet, slobbery stub to his wife while he commences. And I'm like, you you keep the cutter. I don't want it back.
2: (laughs) And he never learned. Never learned. Because he doesn't listen to the show. But... Yeah, don't do that. Uh, number three is warm the foot of the cigar slightly before taking a puff on it. Of putting the cigar in your mouth and going right to the flame, no. Because now it's going to be continuing to do that, and especially short cigars and stuff and all kinds of things happen. Just toast the cigar for a couple of seconds. And the, this put the is cigar Im- in your mouth and do it. This is important. And it's going to burn better.
3: The hottest part of the flame is the tip way up here. So don't jam your lighter in. The, I, I fix, I'd say 50% of the lighters I fix, I'm removing carbon from the jets. Yeah. Because people are jamming the lighter in, and as the tobacco combusts, it bounces ash back into the lighter, and it settles in as soon as the jets turn off. Remember, Keep some distance away from your cigar. Yeah.
2: Remember the old lighters? Cigarette smokers used to use, and it was a coil. It was actually mm. automobiles. Mm. Yeah, every automobile you had that you popped it yeah. in. A red coil would light, and you would actually stick the the supposedly mm. cigarette the tobacco there. would
5: stick to it. Mm. So
2: I had a Mercedes once, and it said right on the fuse box of it, cigar lighter. It didn't say cigarette lighter, cigar lighter. Mm. And I go, wow, the lighter is actually made for a cigar. And you know what? The lighter was a big a bigger diameter. Yeah. To be able to do that and say, "Okay, let me try it." No, no. Maybe it was an abbreviation because it wouldn't fit <laughs> it on fuse box. It was it, SIG lighter. It stuck to the tobacco. You pull it away, the smoke was burning on the thing. I go, yeah. "Wow, that was crazy."
4: Have that ever
2: accidentally touched that
4: element? I've touched it on purpose. Taut.
2: No, I. I remember people would light them and then burn people with them. There was shit like that yeah, going on back in the day. News. And actually, like you'd have a freaking. Um, I could picture John branding tattoo. That. Branding tattoo, yeah.
3: Sometimes the pain feels so good.
2: Really? It hurts so good. It hurts so good. Yeah, I'm not into pain at all. But right now it is time to Ask the Dawn by Don Raphael Cigars. It's time to Ask the
5: Dawn. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael cigars are premium cigars. Mm Premium. Mellow and smooth. Built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael cigars. Now, here is the question
3: of the week. And the following message was submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. And Nicholas writes, and no... Not that Nicholas, but I did get a, a, an email from that Nicholas for Dawn, and I got to fix the shelf first, and then I'll read it. So Inside joke? I don't, know. Yeah, I don't know. The subject line is something to grab your attention. Now that I've grabbed your attention, see what I did there?
6: Yep.
3: I've been listening for two or three years now, whenever that COVID BS started. And I've heard the bits and pieces and even the episode where Mr. J explains everything in how to smoke in your car. I recently bought a new car and even got myself a sunroof. I know Mr. J has his tricks to crack the windows, and I've used that faithfully since. Loved every minute of being able to smoke. But in the new car, am I able to use the sunroof? Do I ash right out of the top of the car? No. Put the lid end in my mouth to keep it from going everywhere in the car? No. Just kidding. I have a cup holder ashtray that I think should do well for that. I accidentally tried what Mr. Delightful does, but it didn't last much past <laughs> lighting the car, let alone smoking it. I would think the sunroof wouldn't pull the smoke out as well as your window trick, but I'm game for anything that you guys, the Cigar authorities, say.
2: I miss the sunroof. I liked it. Yeah,
3: You absolutely can use the sunroof as far as being able to get the smoke out. And you're right to use an ashtray in the car because you cannot stop the ash from going everywhere in the car by trying to flick the ash out of the sunroof. Yeah, it
4: doesn't work. Especially on the highway. Yeah,
3: The smoke will will rise. Uh, In my car, I have two sunroofs. So if I want it in the same configuration as I do with the windows, I crack them. That way I can keep the AC or the heat in the car and just get rid of the smoke, and it works the same exact way.
2: And having a window open, fresh air is coming in as uh, negative pressure, pushing, coming in, positive pressure. Positive pressure. And pushing out of the sunroof. Yeah, you,
3: and you only need a crack. You don't yeah. need to lose all your AC and or all your and heat. And you don't want to use good. the
4: sunroof in the winter because it does freeze, and I've learned that the hard way. Yeah, yeah. Getting it to close, had to sit in the car with the uh, heat up to warm it up and yeah it wasn't fun.
5: the tiny little car has two sunroofs it does why
3: so i could smoke in it and not have to do the ed sullivan
5: huh.
2: hot boxing
3: it, it's not the wrong with i that. did do that because i was on a phone call with my sister yesterday and i couldn't roll the windows down because okay. it was too noisy in the airpods and i ed sullivan did for about 15 minutes how did it go uh, i think i took like three four years off my life
4: do you use earpods when you're on the phone in the car both ears? Both ears.
3: I have them set on the transparency mode, so yeah. it's like a, there's you, you nothing You can get pulled the- over
2: and get a ticket for that. Really? Good. So what I could do is use one ear, boy, <laughs> and I'd be okay, and I'm deaf in the other one anyway. And that's what I do when we do the clubhouses, because you taught me how to end up doing that. Because I would put the other one in, and it would just fall out, and, and then it would stop working. But I put one in, and... <laughs> Everything's fine. For the
5: car, I'm also a big fan of the cordless rechargeable vacuum. Just a little one that I keep on the floor in the back and any ash just Ah. I haven't got to the to the small one on the floor in the back, but I bought a cordless vacuum for the
3: house and it comes apart and becomes a little handheld vacuum. Yeah. It's the ball,
2: so you have to charge that every once in a while. Bring it in the house. Charging. I mean, probably once a month. It's not really? like it's getting a
5: lot of use. It's just you know, let's and especially when ash falls on the clothes. If you try to brush it off, it
2: just smudges. Smudges. Yeah. Like I, have fa- the I have far less of that ash falling on me now with the driverless option. Yeah that you just have
3: the car drive and cars driving you're off. also a much better driver now i am <laughs> it's true auto drive
2: it's absolutely true all right we're talking about cigar smoking etiquette i'm on number four never use a zippo or any lighter fluid lighter i don't know if there's any other besides zippo anymore mm-hmm. uh, but maybe if you have some old antiques and things like that but lighter fluid lighters don't use them Uh, In a cigar shop Even for your own cigar When you're Away from there It ruins the taste Of the cigars Also No matches And matches Has that Sulfur burning smell That ends up happening In the cigar shop Uh, And you're going to Draw it into your cigar And it's going to Taste lousy Also
5: What about these people Who only use Cedar matches
3: I would say In in order of What you should be using You should have A jet lighter Mm -hmm. And if you don't have access to a jet lighter, then you'd use a soft flame butane, butane lighter. Butane lighter. Then below that, you could use cedar spills and light the cedar with a match. Below that would be matches. And then if you're given the choice, you can't smoke a cigar or light it with a Zippo. Just
4: smoke a cigar. Tomorrow. What is what is the gas stove for? Because we've that all done that. We've that all, all had a well, lot. yeah.
2: I've done it. Yeah.
5: the The toaster's the tough one. I've used the toaster. <laughs> wow. Well, they didn't have a gas stove, and it was like a ceramic top. I was staying somewhere, and I had no fire.
2: I had an electric stove once, and I rolled up a piece of paper tight Mm -hmm. and burnt and lit it on the electric stove, and then used it as the as the. (laughs) Wow! And I've I've probably never told anyone that before. (laughs) Of of some of the things we do when we don't have. Sometimes you have to. Yeah, you are absolved of your sins. There we go. Uh, So cheap. Butane light is a fine. Even a Bic is okay. It's a butane. It's going to be tasteless. But just grab one of these vertical yeah, lighters. B-
3: most people smoke outside. You need the wind resistance of the jet lighter. Yeah. You could turn that flame up, and it is almost impossible to blow out, and you'll be able to get your cigar well, lit.
5: I do keep lit. a Bic in the car in the wintertime because you can warm that up with your hand get faster. Fast. But that's essential.
3: Well, you smoke indoors, so (laughs) your windows are up. There's no wind going (laughs) through there. Vic is fine. (laughs) Uh,
2: And uh, number five is don't inhale. And believe it or not, especially some new people, I have to tell that to. And some people have been smoking cigarettes for years and maybe cigars for years, too. They continue to do it. Smoke slow. um, Stop um, wiping or flicking after every puff. Don't inhale. Just go easy, and don't even do it in the cigar shop when you're in there wiping your cigar into the ashtray mm-hmm. and causing more mess. That you're doing it. Just let some ash build up. The cigar ends up tasting better. We're not doing the longest ash contest either. Don't you know? Long ash, boom, it falls to the ground. A little etiquette is.
5: I mean, like on the ash holes last week.
2: There yes, was ash falling everywhere. everywhere because we did the No, you know, there, there are times World Championship. There are
3: times when you get an impressive ash and you want to see how long you can get it to go. Not a problem. If that falls on the floor, that's your cleanup. That's it on you.
6: Because
3: yep. you decided to go down that road
5: and you lost control of your ash. There we go. And don't just grind it into the floor.
2: I see that Every cigar Oh, let me clean this a vacuum. And rub it in. Oh, thanks a lot. You just made it even worse. Yeah, Jonathan's think it. It's never the equivalent
4: gonna... of sleeping in under the rug. Yeah,
5: yeah. Jonathan's never going to be upset if you say, could I borrow the vacuum?
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> just nope, take
3: care of your be upset. own mess. i right. <laughs> probably end up vacuuming it for you. Yeah.
2: All right, so early thoughts here. This is Montosa Maduro. It's almost, a, it's the Churchill, right? It, was a it the is Churchill. the Churchill. It's a Churchill because it says it right on the band. Yeah. Actually, the cigar says the size on the band, yep. which is pretty cool on this. Uh, what do you think?
3: It's definitely maintained its uh, chocolatey essence. Maybe a little more vanilla added into that. Real vanilla, not Is it building up a
2: little flavor. in strength? Is it a six? No. <laughs> Three, four. Six.
5: Hmm.
2: It didn't start that way. It started at a five, four, five. It's building up. It's a six.
5: I gotta go four. Yeah, I gotta go four, too. Right yeah.
2: now at this point?
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of sweetness.
2: Mm. It's delicious. Six dollars and sixty cents on the Churchill. Five ninety-nine on the on the lower priced. Uh, One unbelievable cigar. Uh, Looking forward to it at, I think it's going to be one of the players at the PCA Trade Show, but we'll get to that on the after show. Right now, let's take a break. We come back. More cigar smoking etiquette when we return. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
8: Handcrafted since 1964.
2: Hi, this is Rocky Patel from Rocky Patel Premium Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on United Podcast Network, the best and only podcast for cigars
8: in the world.
2: And we are back. with smoking the Montosa Maduro and talking cigar smoking etiquette. Welcome back, everybody. That's a short break. That's a very short break. It happens real fast. We lost the hammer and sickle. Exactly. So we have an opening. We have an opening. Um, Because we need at least one more in there in case. I could never make it to the bathroom and back if that happened. You'd have to run. Push harder. I'm not running. I I stopped (laughs) that a while back. Uh, I have on my notes here the last chance of the uh, father and son dinner. It's sold out, so uh, we, we don't have that. Uh, speaking of Rocky Patel, who was just there, Rocky Patel has uh, the 25th anniversary, well, 20th anniversary of Edge coming out, yeah. on, uh, a, a special edition of it. Uh, I'll mention that on the after show, too, of some of the new things coming out. Amazing that that was 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah,
4: I remember when it came out in the 100 Count race.
2: Yes, yes. That mm-hmm. was. It's amazing that that many years have gone by. Uh, that, that was a unique product that, that came out and uh, uh, worth to try for sure. It was like
4: $5 when it first came yes, out. we was... used to
2: grab them by the handful. Yes. Mm. And that's the thing I'm most looking towards mm. at this show of there was a reason and a good timing for that cigar when it came out. Yeah. Uh, whatever was happening with the economy, you know it's happening with the economy now. Mm-hmm. That we're we're in a, a funk here. The price of gasoline has driven every price of everything up. Grocery shopping. And the worry here right now is that people are going to start swaying away from cigars because yeah. it's it's disposable income. And maybe you don't have all that disposable income right now. The, so I think the companies need to have value brands like well, Montosa was smoking. The problem is it takes so long to
5: get something new out. Right about now, some of the high-priced ones mm-hmm. that people made during boom yeah, time absolutely. are coming out. And right. Who's going to
2: buy them? Right. So uh, – I'm on the lookout for value cigars in uh, Montosa for six sixty. I think you said this was. Yeah,
4: six sixty uh, a church single. Yep. And Ed Santa Maria, the the buyer for you guys, he smokes at least one of these a day. It's become yeah. his go to smoke.
2: I'm on the natural of this yeah. more than Very more good. than anything, but there's nothing wrong with this because it is riding at about a six in strength. Correct.
4: Uh, chat room seventy three percent. Say four to five.
2: Yeah.
5: How did you vote on it?
2: <laughs> I voted four to five two because of my my finger. I have a problem with fat fingers and I fat fingered it and I couldn't go back and correct it. No. It doesn't let you. You got one shot. So I'm gonna start getting a stylus or something and use it because
4: Hey seven percent say one to three. Oof. No,
2: no. That's crazy.
4: Maybe they had fat fingers and meant four to five. That's right. That's that's crazy.
2: Uh, all right, we're talking about cigar smoking etiquette today. Um, whether you're a pro, whether you're new to cigars, you should have a little etiquette. We'd be a little classy with cigar smokers. and may be a little, those that have heard something like this before. Maybe it's a good refresher course, or you don't know that you're not supposed to take your shoes off and things like that. <laughs> um, but uh, let us continue with number six.
3: But you gave me so much crap about not talking about cigars on the yes. other podcast, and we spent at least 10 minutes on plain etiquette.
2: I'm just saying. I don't know about 10, 10 minutes. Yeah, after we and cut four. and light the cigar. Yeah. Four. four minutes, man. Yeah, we go to cigars, we sprinkle, like this, sprinkle this stuff in. Number six, hold a cigar between your index finger and your thumb, not between your <laughs> index finger and middle finger or any other finger. That's the way you hold the cigar. Yeah, but I'm,
4: You were just holding it this way no, too. Helps,
2: but I'm, I got the I got the thumb too.
4: When you're puffing it? I don't know. I, I, I two, think that's nitpicking that yeah, one. Yeah, I'm, I'm all to hold, to hold these. It.
3: Can I get a close up at Sullivan? But yeah. This is acceptable. This is acceptable. Yes. This is not. Yes. Hmm. Absolutely. So Having your palm up, holding the cigar between your index finger and your thumb, and smoking it like it's made out of something poisonous—that's douchey.
5: Huh. Um. Jonathan Haseeb says, "What's wrong with Mister J? He looks drained." Jay Bushy says he's probably just malnourished.
2: <laughs> yeah, he needs. He needs something. So, some. Uh
5: I had a very hearty breakfast.
2: Yeah, How about this? When people put all four fingers in the thumb and they hold that, that's wrong.
3: Uh, it's not ideal.
2: Yeah. yeah. Usually, right? So I mean, D- G- Dave, this is wrong? That's wrong. He's holding it. Yeah, a, he's don't. No fisting. Our... Yeah, don't hold
4: it like you're about to jerk off or something. No fisting.
2: <laughs> Do we have to talk like this?
4: Come on, you missed me.
2: And don't talk like this either. In there, because all it does is stem people. To, with such children. <laughs> it's such a childish thing. Um, okay, number seven. Clench the cigar between your teeth. Mm. You hold the cigar between your with teeth. Your lips, not, right? not like Ed Sullivan does with his lips. It bothers me. Uh, some people, that's actually how they smoke. They just put their lips to a cigar and do this. You're
3: not kissing it.
2: Right, and they say... I don't like cigars. They do this, you're not even smoking a cigar.
3: What a what an incredible leap you just made! That the position of your lips to teeth could cause someone to go from liking or not liking cigars.
2: Taste it, try it, taste it. There's no taste that happens. Yeah, you
4: want to go past the teeth to also
2: reduce and the yellow really, and of you, teeth. you are put it really between your be really in your mouth, but they. Put it like on their lips like it's pressed against their lips, like kissing it. i got to oh. tell
3: you, Dave, I'm not sold on this one. I, I, I got you back on the holding of the cigars, but mm-hmm. uh, whether it's in your lips or your
2: teeth. No, it, because you put it around, in, around your lips. But just, <laughs> just kiss it. Just kiss it like I'm telling you. Yeah, like that. Now, you know you see people uh, do that. That's a sound bite. Just kiss it. Just kiss it.
3: <laughs> Tastes the same. No,
2: it doesn't. Yeah. I didn't
3: go from I love cigars to you gotta, I'm on the fence about cigars. You've got to
2: wrap it around, and you got to actually— got to make a,
3: a good seal. Seal it,
2: right? Lick it, then kiss it. No licking. <laughs> Everything you such, children. Less teeth. It's time for the poll question of the week. It's brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars.
4: And each week you can head over to thecigarauthority.com and cast your vote. And the question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Victor Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And, uh, yeah, I, 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 mm. I, I was on vacation, man. I didn't put a lot of effort into this. I'm not surprised. Right. But you mean, my wife like and all I, the other questions? My yeah. wife and I were arguing about how many streaming services we subscribe to. Oh. So I asked what streaming services do people subscribe to. And the average was four streaming services per person. With Amazon Prime and Netflix coming in at one and two, respectively, and followed by Disney Plus and HBO Max.
2: Really? I, have, no, I have all those. Yeah. No, I like wonder how many I have.
4: I have Amazon Prime, I have Disney Plus, I have ESPN Plus, I have HBO Max, I have Hulu, I have Netflix, and I have the Peacock Network for uh, soccer.
2: So, no wonder why he doesn't have time to put these things together yeah. because he's watching <laughs> he's a, lot of TV. a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and do you have cable TV? Yes. Which I never watch. So why don't you stop that? I
4: I should, but my wife has to watch, you know, Real Housewives of Atlanta and Beverly Hills and all
2: that other crap. There Mm. should be a company that comes there and sits with the family and makes you... Counsels them about how much alcohol they're consuming on their vacation? (laughs) Like when you're dealing with your insurance man and he's dealing with the insurance of, you know, you, you don't really need this and you need to up this and whatever, and probably save you you know, a lot of money.
3: So you want to pay someone yes. to come in and teach you common sense? That
2: Some things can go. You're going to see it. It's going to happen, and I don't know if somebody's going to put a co- company out like this, and maybe it could just be on the phone that you're dealing with this person or something, go on the well, computer and mm-hmm. do it. And then they figure out for you, this would be maybe you're not carrying something you should be. And you could have all this and save a whole bunch of money. And you pay them one, a one-time fee, 50 bucks or something to have this right. conversation mm-hmm. with you. And you're saving $50 every month.
5: Disney plus just got me. I signed up for the free month to watch the Beatles thing and forgot I about God.
2: That's what <laughs> happens, right?
5: Seven ninety nine mistake.
4: Yep. See, I have Disney ESPN and Hulu as a bundle for like mm. 12.99 for all three. So. It's too much. The economy's
2: slowing down. You know what? Dave, you are, you, people are going to start giving up on cigars mm. and things like that. I'm giving you
3: know, up on Netflix and Hulu. I never watch them.
2: There we go. So let them go away. <coughs> maybe make a cup of coffee in the morning mm. at your house and save you 3 bucks or whatever mm-hmm. it is every single day mm-hmm. of going to the donut. You got to start thinking of these well, things. Well,
5: and then there's the HBO Max, too. I
2: mm-hmm. have it.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. I
5: have
2: it. Yeah, I watch more things on Netflix than any
4: other thing. I Stranger have things, things I don't Lincoln even know lawyer. I have.
2: That's what I have to find out tonight of what do I have because I have no idea and mm. I'm not looking at that. Not that I'm watching all that much T V anyway. It's mm. you watch me T V. Right. Every day. It's on <laughs> but it's on the cable system and So you gotta have cable. Not just for that. I could possibly a streaming service would have those old shows. Mm. Where do you watch a Canon show? youtube all right so youtube and there it is so youtube's I, I don't got know. a lot of the old shows it all does. the episodes and is youtube a streaming service or it's
4: no? not paid for so i mean it is streaming but yeah it's I not pay. a service no not,
2: i pay i,
5: I pay my, youtube because so you i don't want do the commercials i don't want the commercials okay so. right i have the premium
2: premium premium
4: <laughs> anyway this week's question of the week is cigar related so head out over to the cigar and Cast your vote and let us know what you and
2: think. And they can do that right now. Right now. Right now it's there. Okay, upcoming shows of the Cigar Authority is uh, next week. Really looking forward to it. I think it's been three years since we've had this guy mm-hmm. on. Nelson Alfonso from Selected Tobacco is coming on. It's Father's Day week. He's bringing his son Fabio on. We'll talk to him, too.
3: Second most important interview of your life? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. go with that. Uh, it's been, you know, it's been 10 years with um, Selected Tobacco. Though. We've been carrying Atabay and those things. And, you know, I tell you about a, a company. It takes 10 years to uh, really be an overnight it, success. Yeah. Dave, whose English
5: has improved more over 10 years, yours or Nelson's? <laughs> Nelson's. Probably Nelson approved. <laughs> improved.
2: Yeah, I've been Dave's in a Dave's is devolving. School. Am I? Yeah. Um, his son Fabio, I don't know a little English. We'll we'll see what we. I
3: watched him. Dave have a conversation with another uh, elderly deaf man, uh, and they both they both just kept saying yeah, yeah. after they yeah. said whatever. Dave, oh, I found out the price of that. It was four hundred dollars. Yeah, okay. How you doing?
6: Yeah, <laughs>
3: and Dave was like, yeah, four hundred. Okay, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> They and neither one of them knew that the other person wasn't answering the questions.
2: It's <laughs> a true story. <laughs> it was terrific. He, he said it to me immediately following it, and he said both of us didn't know what. Were, I knew I couldn't understand what. Either
3: one of them's looking at each other in the face, or they're not reading lips. I don't know what the hell was going on. Huh. <laughs> It's so true. I mean, you didn't get video of this. I I didn't think of it.
2: It's true. So, Nelson, next week, uh, looking forward to that. And the following week is uh, digging into Dave's humidor. Uh, I'm going to do a uh, full recon of what I'm sitting on, and uh, we'll smoke some of the cigars and tell you what we have. Get ready for it, because uh, you, I, I want information from you guys, too. You can certainly. I'm, I'm
5: going to miss that show.
2: Oh, there's no Ed Sullivan.
5: No. I'm going to watch it later to see what you're hiding in your humidor, but that's about it. All
2: right. All right.
4: I'm assuming the backup producer is going to produce it, not not being me. Correct. Yeah. Okay. I, well, I hate producing.
2: Yeah. Okay. So that'll, that'll wrap up uh, June for us, and then uh, it's 4th of July week, and we start all that, and uh, here we go. Summer is here for sure. Uh, and looking forward to upcoming shows for sure. Okay, I'm on uh, number eight of uh, cigar smoking etiquette. Don't dip your cigar in your drink, or my drink, or anybody's drink, or anything. Don't dip your cigar. I know you all watched um, The Terminator, with that uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, painting his cigar. He likes to <laughs> wet his cigar, it is so ridiculous. Uh, you've ruined the cigar. You've ruined the drink. Stop this madness. Whoever started this craziness, it makes no sense. Don't do it. Well, uh, the, Actually create as little moisture on the cigar the, as possible, mm-hmm. even in your mouth.
3: The thing mm-hmm. that I find so amazing is that I have conversations with consumers every day, 10 times a day, maybe more. They're so concerned about getting their humidor up to 70% humidity. And... The reality is you want it lower than that. Between 60 and 65 is ideal. But they're they're obsessed with humidity. And then they tell me how they dip their cigars in their drink. And I'm like, <laughs> you ruined the whole thing. You just, One shot. You just picked my brain for 30 minutes about how to make your humidor run flawlessly. Or they bring it in and I do it for them. Yes. And then I find out they're dipping their cigars. And it, it just wrecks it.
2: I don't know when that started. My whole career, people would say that, yeah, you dip the cigar in
4: In cognac or or brandy.
2: No, no, you don't. Please stop.
4: Yeah, in 98, when I had my cigar shop and we sold espresso, people would take the cigar and get the foam on their cigar. I'm
2: like, what are you doing? If the cigar manufacturers ever saw you doing this, I think they'd start to cry. Because when you go to a cigar factory and you see all the work that goes into maintaining the cigar properly, and in one second you I take want to try the cigar this. and ruin who, it.
3: Who do you think is the most emotional cigar manufacturer, at Sullivan?
5: Emotional? Yeah,
3: who's the most likely to cry, you
5: think? Oh, cry.
3: I could think of a couple of reps I could probably make it happen.
5: I don't know. Has anyone cried on the show?
2: I've had... You've uh, had manufacturers cry in the, cry the, in the, the office, <laughs> <laughs> but I've had he's, other people cry. I know he's either. not naming names, so <laughs> yeah. I tried to trick you. Uh, I've seen people cry before.
5: Here's a, an etiquette question for you, Dave, from Ted Hughes. When I go to the restroom, should I take my cigar with me? You can. I do. When I'm in the shitter, I'll be smoking a cigar. Yeah, you don't want to leave it for somebody to sabotage. Yeah, and you don't, you
4: don't want to say, you know what, I'm done with this and drop it in the urinal. Don't make the employee go fish (laughs) it out.
2: And don't make your cigar store the place you do your um, daily. Yeah. Number dose. Yes. Like clockwork. You know, this is the time of it. If you have to go, you have to go. Yeah, you're just sitting there smoking
5: a Dominican cigar, and all of a sudden, the urge hits you. Down there.
2: But there's people that. Planet, you yeah. know, of oh, this is where I go every day.
3: But I also have my own bathroom. I don't go in the lounge bathroom. I right. have, I have mine. I go in there. It's private.
2: All right. It's pri- they're all private. I hope. <laughs> uh, I hope.
3: Add to the list uh, when you are going in there for that activity. Uh, lock the door because no one wants to walk in on that,
4: especially mid-wipe. Ooh. Here we go. All
2: Awkward. right. N- number nine. This is getting ugly. This is why it's <laughs> etiquette. Don't do these things. Don't take your band off until the cigar is warmed up or until it gets closer to the band. <clears throat> Maybe you're embarrassed by the brand you're smoking or whatever, but you're going to ruin the cigar most likely. And we know this because they come up and it say, "This all the time." I got a hole in my cigar where the band was because it was glued to it until it warms itself up. When it gets down, yeah, take the band off. Yeah. If you see it's it's loose, like here yeah, now, it's loose on the cigar. It Wasn't yeah. at the beginning; it loosened up, and now I could take it off if I want. I'll I'll do that when it gets down to. Where I have to if, if I get that far.
4: That works on most brands. Yeah. No matter know. what you do with RomaCraft cigars, they're, they're impossible to remove the band. Right. Well, the, even other, the other one torch.
5: is sometimes people. Aladinos. A perfecto and too. put the band too low on yes. it. Yes. So you can't. You're tasting band no matter what you I've do. I've
2: talked to manufacturers about that with their torpedo cigar, and yeah. I say your band is too close on the torpedo. Why do you do this? Slide it down so everybody. We have to make a new thing that has to go down on a quarter of an inch on the <laughs> torpedo on every cigar because it's it's actually yeah. too too far down.
5: Right. So sometimes with those, I feel like why. Well, I- want to enjoy this, i got to get the band
2: off to smoke it. Right, and if, if they understood that, they don't want the band removed because no. they want the advertising to still...
3: Well, there is that too, and, and you, you want to do right by the brand that you're smoking, and cheap brand, expensive brand, it doesn't matter, let them advertise a little bit. That's what the band's there for.
2: You know what I found funny during the COVID thing, and we, we had people driving up to get their cigars and you know rolling the back window down and yelling through the window because they were freaking out of get me a box of whatever... And they would say just a common brand name, not what they smoked. And I thought it was weird. And the reason was, in talking to them, they didn't know what they smoked. And these are people that buy cigars by the box. By the week. Every week. And say it takes an hour to smoke a cigar. You're talking 25 hours per week. For many, many weeks, they're smoking it with the name of the brand in their, at their fingertips. And they don't know what it's called. And here uh-huh. it is—the name on it. As much as we look at as—yeah, those home are people event,
3: who are taking the band
2: off too see,
5: soon. You encourage that because you know what they smoke and they don't, and you just say two boxes are the usual. Well, here's the reason That's because good we,
3: we have to go into the computer and we have to look it up and then go yeah. find it. If I just make myself remember what they smoke, I can cut out the middleman on that. Mm-hmm. Now, for people that are complete rookies, the reason David is saying let the cigar heat up. All the bands, when you look at a box or a bundle, are all at the exact same height. And the reason for that is they put a little bit of the fruit pectin they use to seal the cap on the face of the band. And then they close the band around and they put a little bit of that pectin to seal the band to itself. You need that glue to release because
2: you're going to pull wrapper off when you pull the band off too soon. Yep, And I see it happen all the time. That they end up doing it, and sometimes before they even light it, before they cut it, the first thing they do is take the band mm. off. And you got to take the cellophane off. You got to take a foot band off if it happens, but you don't have to take the band uh. off. Leave it for a little bit.
5: John Via says the first product for the cigar tailor could be a patch for those who remove the band early. Uh. It can be called the Band Aid. <laughs> <laughs> ah,
2: well oh, done. I like it. Well like done. It. All right. Number 10, when you're done smoking the cigar, hold on to your cigar for a couple of minutes without taking a puff. So I'm done smoking the cigar, let's say. Now I'm gonna not take a puff, and I'm gonna just hold on to the cigar just for a minute or two, before I place the cigar in the ashtray, and actually not in the holder of the ashtray, that's not where it goes, because you're done with it. It's in the ashtray at that point. So that the person in the cigar shop doesn't say, are you done with the cigar? You've actually said you are done with the cigar by placing it inside. And it's already out. It's not smoldering. There's not a problem. Mm-hmm. You hold it for a minute or two. It's done. Place it inside, not on the rail of the cigar. Or else that rail of the cigar sometimes is a lot of people sitting around. He means Stay-
3: ashtray, folks.
2: Go ahead. No, I, no, I mean this part. Yeah, the, what do you want to call that?
3: That's the rail on the ashtray.
2: That's what I said, the rail.
3: Yep. You said the rail of the cigar. Mm.
2: Oh, so it's an audio Astray.
3: podcast. I'm just making sure people aren't
2: Okay. Mm, so uh, on the rail of the cigar you know, <laughs> of the ashtray. It again? <laughs> yeah, I did Yeah, the rail of the ashtray. And sometimes that'll sit there for hours and hours and hours. And there's yeah. other people not using it because it's sitting there and they don't know it's not somebody else's. Mm. So put it inside the ashtray. I don't know if I want to call that a pet peeve or etiquette or whatever, but you're taking up a spot here. You've already left, and that could be there for the longest time. Are, are so, you going to get to my biggest pet peeve? I only have one left, so we'll see if we have it.
5: I got a customer just
3: with the ashtray etiquette who has an obsessive compulsion to continue smoking. It doesn't matter how small the cigar is. So to, ma- to satisfy the compulsion, he won't put anything dirty in his mouth, so he puts the cigar down in the ashtray and rolls it around in the ash a little bit so it's covered in ash. And now he won't pick it up
2: and <laughs> be compelled oh, really? to smoke it. Yeah, That's weird. That's very weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, don't grind it in the ashtray either. That's yeah. my biggest. Yeah, all right. my biggest pet The
5: people who do that and then walk out, and everybody
2: else is left it, it, with the smoldering. Smoldering for maybe 10 minutes. Because yeah. you end up gonna...
5: making
3: fissures in the wrapper, and that allows oxygen to get to that ember. And the ember gets suffocated by the ash that's on the end. And by the lack of oxygen, once it burns through what's in the chamber of the cigar. So it'll put itself out in two minutes. You don't need to stamp it out. It's not a cigarette.
2: Yeah, but put it in the ashtray. You're done with it. You let it go out in your hand. Then you drop it in the ashtray after, and it's over, and you're not taking up somebody's valuable space on that ashtray. And the last one I have here on the list is number 11. Never use a stick or a roach clip to get to the last puff. Just put the cigar down and end this thing or buy another cigar or buy a bigger cigar in the first place. Those have
4: become very popular lately, the little cigar holders. Mm. If you go into the Nashua shop, the whole circle there, they, they use it like a roach clip all the time. I'm like, do you realize how ridiculous you look?
2: Yeah, it's bad etiquette, yeah. right? I don't know. I don't no, know. you're not bothered by that? I, you don't, I, you don't I would never a, do it. You that. would never. You, you get halfway done with a cigar no, and you're done. I,
5: if I'm done, I'm done. It doesn't matter how much is left. There's
3: times that I've wished I had one because some cigars just keep getting better. If you're smoking that kind of cigar, I, I, I don't have a problem with the roach clip. Yeah. It looks ridiculous, but... It does look ridiculous, but, and yeah, I would probably
4: only do it at my own house, yeah. but...
2: Doesn't it make you look like ultra cheap? But if you're
4: serious, I'm looking at it as the ultimate compliment to the manufacturer that you don't want to put it down. You know, glass half empty, glass half full. Some cigars Listen, are just some, so some damn people good get it at that and that that
2: Put it in their pipe and smoke it till no, it's. That's mm.
4: just being
3: a cheap prick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> 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 Let it go. It's over. <laughs> but if it's that good,
3: why buy another get it one? Up? Buy another yeah. one. No, no, no. They, Holy you, God! You get all the tar built up in
2: there, and it's yeah, just delicious. It's terrible. It's not. It's <laughs> not. Um, speaking of delicious, final thoughts here on the Matosa Maduro. Plenty more left. Yeah, Phenomenal I'll be able to smoke this smoke. during the Unbelievable. after show. Six dollars and sixty cents for that to a pe- for the Churchill sure. that you're going to get maybe two hours out of, so three dollars per hour. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Six dollars. I wish it was
3: miles. a. I wish it was a little stronger to be the exact thing for my palate as far as a, the amount of strength I like. However, there's no lack of flavor.
2: Try the short robusto on this. I've smoked mm. them all. Yeah, I've smoked. Short them all. robusto a little more powerful. A little, a little thicker, a little more powerful.
3: I'd like a little more zip for if I was going to have it be like like Ed's in his everyday rotation, but he likes my other stuff. Yeah. It's good. It's very good.
2: All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, uh, we've done a show on this over the years, but we thought we'd bring it back again. The Ten Commandments of Cigars. Wait till you hear number one. Uh, it starts trouble all the time, but number one is the most important. That's why it's number one. We're going to get to all ten of those when we get back, and uh, the weather—whether uh, you like it or not—we're going through the Ten Commandments of cigars because it's—it's uh, it's important. Uh, it is cigar etiquette at its uh, at its peak. We are live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? If not, my friend, the time is now. For just $29.99, you get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month, and we'll smoke those cigars along with you during the show. Is that really a benefit? I think it is. We will judge the construction, flavor, strength, and review the cigars, and you'll see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for just $29.99, and you can quit anytime, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, to get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different.
3: Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on the thecigarauthority.com and sign up now. That's the Cigar Authority Care Package.
8: Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating. Is a complex Nicaraguan puro. Carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by AJ Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room Cuatro, Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning tobacco
7: smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease even in non smokers.
9: Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. Hey, this is
1: Michael Herklotz with Ferriotego Cigars, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast
5: Network.
2: And we are back. We have the Ten Commandments of Cigars uh, before we light up another cigar. And uh, we need a second for a reason. Uh, I don't know why I wrote that, but that's what I have, and I'm...
3: I'm sure it made sense to you at the time. At
2: the time. But I'm putting my Montosa, Churchill, Maduro down because I got another hour out of that after the show. That's the after show cigar.
3: Have you set it on the rail of the cigar? I have
2: (laughs) because I want to keep it. The rail of the ashtray. (laughs) Let me correct you on that. Please do. Rail of the ashtray. But... um, We have a cigar that is going to possibly leave us a little lingering taste. That's why I chose this Mm. as the second cigar because it is unique in that way. Barry, what do we have here? Oh,
3: this cigar needed to
4: be the second for a reason. That's what you meant. Yes.
2: Okay. That's what I meant. And that's what it said on the show
4: notes. All right. I misread it. Uh, (laughs) Today's second cigar is Terra Nova Dark Fire, Kentucky, and it's made in the Dominican Republic by Arnold Andre Cigars. The size is a six and a half by 50 Bellicosa, features an Ecuadorian wrapper. Sumatra binder and the fills consisting of a little bit of Kentucky fire cured with Dominican, Nicaraguan, and Brazilian. It too is part of the cigar authority care package and a single will set you back eight sixty, dollars while a box of 20 is $146.20, which comes out to just $7.31 per cigar. That's a savings of almost $26 or 15% off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number 2, guyscigars.com.
2: B E L O C O S O. Say it. Bellicoso. You said Bellicosa. Well, and uh, seeing you busted my balls of pronunciation, oh, sure, yes. I thought I'd throw it out there.
5: My, my problem with it is when I think Bellicoso, I think tapered but more rounded
2: than this. Yes, on the end. it's Not, more of a torpedo, yep. right? Yeah. But they call it a bellicosa. Yeah. Kentucky Fire Cured is the tobacco that's added. A small amount is added if mm-hmm. you've had Kentucky Fire Cured tobacco before. You found it overpowering. I don't think you will with this. It is here, though. And I do notice if I go back to back after smoking something like this, I can still taste that Kentucky in the next cigar. Got a long finish. Yeah. Long finish that Well,
5: Whiskey Miser saying he was hoping for a bit more
2: fire cured flavor. Yeah, it absolutely is. Purposely subtle. subtle.
3: I can't tell you because we haven't cut it yet, so no cold draw. So what are
5: you saying? You want to cut it?
2: Yeah, let's do that. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence.
5: Excellence. You know what would be a good move on the cut is just cut off part of your beard. I've clipped it before. Yeah, does it work? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Also, I go with a straight cut when I straight when I cut a torpedo. Right. Some people go to an angle. Some people do all these things, but I go straight. What are you looking at?
4: The ring gauge that you cut it down to.
2: Ah,
5: so
4: you it's, wouldn't. I cut it down to like a lancero. Yeah, nobody likes. You wouldn't go
5: glory hole on this one, then.
2: I wouldn't. No, no. Some people do it. I've seen that happen too that's putting the the, the hole in the torpedo or um, in LFD's uh, point is the... um, The chisel. chisel, which is really where the glory hole started off at, but it it happens on (laughs) torpedoes too. Isn't it amazing that it worked? It's stuck. It's stuck.
3: There is a... uh, Where we had said smoked paprika before, Mm -hmm. this is that, but without the paprika. I mean, there is... It's subtle... And smoked paprika is not in-your-face smoky mm. flavor. It just adds a little back note, and that's what that's what I'm getting on the cold draw here.
2: Red hot cinnamon Ooh. little route things, right? I like that. Yeah, the little ones, not the big balls, but the little ones in the package. Yeah, yeah. yeah not the fireball,
3: the red hots. Red hots. Yeah, we're gonna light our cigar today with the Land Shark by Lotus, featuring double action because you have to flip the top yourself. Double wall protection. The cap, by the way, it looks like a bottle cap from a uh, beer bottle. It's angled back far enough. That's my only complaint about the original Cyclone lighter: is that when you're lighting, especially a bigger ring gauge cigar, it heats up. But this, you can leave the flame on forever and ever, and still touch the sides and still touch the cap. It keeps everything nice and cool. You got three jets fueled by the patented Vertigo big ass tank at the bottom. Easy adjustment, all for the low price of nineteen
2: ninety nine. That is the Landshark by Lotus. It's a nice summer lighter. Nice summer mm-hmm. lighter. You're going to go out and have a couple of beers. and It's festive. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, You want to sing Margaritaville or whatever, <laughs> right?
3: Now, if I use this lighter in the wintertime, am I violating one of the uh, commandments? No,
2: you can do it, but. It's okay? Yeah, just better it. Because I'm
3: going gonna, I'm gonna to make an argument for why this is a great winter lighter. Ah. Because it's a plastic body. It doesn't react as much as a metal bodied lighter does outside. Ah. Very, very easy to get this back to uh combustible temperature
5: by warming it in your hand.
2: So Ed Sullivan, you're a concert goer, you go to lots of concerts. Do you ever do the parrot head thing and never? Never,
5: never seen him live.
2: No, really, okay. No.
5: I mean I think uh, he has far more enthusiasm than
2: talent. Yeah. A couple eats. of hit songs, and he rides it out his whole life. I mean, oh, it's pretty awesome. It's worth a lot of money. Big Showed money maker. Showed claws on that.
4: Huh? Showed you claws on that. <laughs> More energy than talent.
2: Wow.
5: Enthusiasm. Enthusiasm. I don't Enthusiasm. know how energetic yeah. he is big, anymore. Big
2: money maker. I mean, huge. Yeah. Uh, I remember yeah. looking at the biggest money makers and the concert things, and he's one of the top guys yeah. Uh, yeah. for years. All the um, things like this. I think he gets money from this, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. Barry, it's like the dropkick Murphys. What they lack in talent, they make up for <laughs> with enthusiasm. I understand what you're
2: putting down. Another okay. another one, huh? You oh. could do a whole show on this, maybe? <laughs> we probably could do a Please, whole podcast. Let's, on really? this.
4: let's not. <laughs> one God. hit wonders in the cigar
5: industry? Ooh. One hit wonders. In the cigar industry? Yeah. You don't want to go there. <laughs> yeah, some of them are probably still making cigars, right?
2: right. But they they last a, a lifetime. Yeah,
5: nobody they? wants to hear mm-hmm. the new album. This
3: is why people need to jump on Clubhouse with us because we say shit on Clubhouse that we cannot talk about <laughs> yes. on the show.
2: We, we name names, and, and then you sometimes say that and say, "I'm saying this because I'm it's saying here. it now. Yeah. I'm not
3: saying it when it's uh, being recorded."
2: Yeah. All right, we have the Ten Commandments of Cigar Smokers. This was compiled by Miguel Shodell. He is now at Crown Heads, but this was done years and years ago. Oh, my God, I don't remember who he was with at the time, just brokering maybe. Um, And I had reached out to him in the early days of the Cigar Authority when it started. This is at least 12 years old. Yeah. At least 12 years old. And I said, oh, my God, uh, I don't know you, but I saw this, and I want to use it on the show. Uh, and talk about it if that's okay, and I will give you credit every time I use it, Uh, but I think it's fantastic what you did. And uh, he said, of course, and we had him on the show before actually talking about it, but every once in a while I pull it out uh, to remind our audience, our our Cigar Authority people, you are the Cigar Authority now that uh, we tell you at the end of the show, you are now the Cigar Authority. Mm -hmm. Uh, You need to know these things and not do these things,
3: but also... Help teach other people.
2: Yes, and help other people along the way. So I'm going to go right to the first one, and this is the you know I've done this backwards most of the time because the first one is the most important one, but people get very very angry about it and say no they get butthurt yeah, yeah that that's not uh, I shouldn't I shouldn't have to do this and I have to say yes you do mm-hmm. it is the number one pet peeve of. Cigar retailers across the country, it is a very, very serious thing, and you have to stop doing it if you are doing it, which is thou shall not bring cigars purchased from online or other stores to another cigar shop. The only, only cigars purchased from said shop to be smoked in said shop. Correct. 100% agree. No matter what, no excuse, it's my birthday, and I want to smoke this Cuban cigar, and blah, 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 blah. No excuse. It doesn't matter what you end up saying. No excuse. Listen, you walk in, you got a cigar going.
5: Which I often
2: do. Of course. You're smoking the cigar, and, uh, you know, sitting in the parking lot just before you walk in and lighten it up, that's a scumbag That's douchey. But you, you were driving over here, and you got a cigar going, of course, and you walk in. But you walk in... And you buy a cigar, right away. Mm-hmm. Not sit thing. down. As soon as I finish the cigar, I'm gonna end up doing it. Well, now you got the staff and you got the owner of the company and thing feeling like you're not gonna do it, and right. watching you to see if you do it, or feeling funny if I dare go up and say it to you. It should nothing be. Nothing should be said, nothing needs to happen, mm-hmm. as opposed to you just walked in and you're going to buy the cigar now, put it in your pocket, mm-hmm. finish your cigar, and all the pressure is off of the, the store, you, no one's looking at you, N- nothing bad is mm-hmm. happening. The analogy I say, and they'll say no, it's not the same analogy, is walking into a restaurant with a sandwich. Mm-hmm. and you sit down at the table even if and- you bought the sandwich from that restaurant
3: you would never do it right oh but i ate half this burger yesterday and i'm going to come in with it today i want my same table and i have my cup could i get my free refill y- you would if y- if you saw someone do it you would be embarrassed for them mm-hmm.
2: it's it the, the same, same shit same bringing a six pack of beer into into the bar you can't do it mm-hmm. why is this any different why is there an argument of this yeah. there, there there has to be no argument Please, that is it. It is uh, in stone to every store. And, oh, you know, they don't say anything to me. Well, they're nicer than I am because mm-hmm. I am going to say it to you. Mm-hmm. And they are bothered by it. I promise you that they are bothered by it because, you know, that establishment you went into is a business. Mm-hmm. That is their business. Their electricity bill, their rent, their employees, everything that goes along with it. And if, and if you're not a self-employed guy and you don't know, look into what it cost to turn the key the, in the morning.
4: I I remember a couple of years ago, two, three years ago, on one of the Facebook groups, there was a whole bunch of people complaining about a cigar shop in the Atlanta area that put forth a cutting fee. And they were like, I'm done going to that shop. I'm never going there again. They put forth a cutting fee because you were bringing in your own cigars. And I got news for you. Three months after that big blow up, that place went out of business. Yeah. And people were upset it was gone. They went out of business because you refused to support them. Right.
2: You're in the store. How can you not, you know, you go into the barber shop. you go get a haircut. you sit in the chair, you get a haircut. Imagine going in there and me bring, popping out my Flobie and cutting my own hair.
3: I'll tell you, I, I, I get the bills and I open them up and I make them nice and neat for Laurie to be able to go through them and pay for them. And it never says anywhere on the bill, uh, did, did you let anyone come in the store that didn't buy a cigar? They, they don't care. Right. They don't care that every people are following the rules, not following the rules. They want their money because that 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 bill is due. Yes, when we get it. And so you, if you like Two Guys Smoke Shop, you should be supporting Two Guys Smoke Shop in any way you can, and it it doesn't have to be an expensive cigar.
5: Right. And I will say if I were smoking a cigar that you don't sell in the shop, I wouldn't bring that cigar in with me because people say, what are you smoking? Right. Oh, nothing now, they sell here. Yeah, now you. Now then,
2: it's a discussion about where to get them at yeah. a different shop. Where can I get it? What shop do I go to? It happens. Imagine in your own shop mm. that this is happening. Mm. You're trying to create an atmosphere that's going to help your business and actually hurt your business. And then the business goes out of business, yeah. which is what happens. And you say, oh, I used to like going to that cigar shop. <laughs> and sit there and smoke the cigars I bought online or from somebody else's store. It's just so wrong. And the
3: person that gets offended and it, listen, it's not an easy conversation and I don't put it on my staff. I go and have the conversation when someone's doing the wrong thing and I try to pull them aside
5: and I lost my train of thought. Uh, Bingo McTavish is saying, what about when there is a cigar locker?
2: So you, you bought the, The rights to that cigar locker. Now you buy a box of cigars because you got a discount on the box of cigars that you bought in that store. You don't put your Cuban cigars in there. You don't put your Mm -hmm. cigars you bought online in there. You put the same cigars like a wine locker would happen in a restaurant that you don't bring your own wine. You buy wine from them. It goes in the locker. Maybe you bought the whole case and it's there and you got a deal. Who knows what it is or you want them to age or whatever you want them to end up being and then you have cigars and Certainly, you're, you're all set at that point. That, that's the idea of the locker. You don't have a humidor at home. My cigars are always there. Yeah. that you bought at that store. Not you rented the locker for a couple of hundred bucks, and now uh, you buy <laughs> cigars from other people. Now, keep these fresh for me, will you? What's yeah. going to happen is that guy's going to go out of business. Mm-hmm. And the
3: guy that gets offended, that's where I was going with that. The guy that gets offended because you got to have the uncomfortable conversation with him, I don't want to have the conversation with you. I want you to just do the right thing. And the guy that gets up and walks out without doing the right thing, oh, he's offended, and he's going to take his business elsewhere. He does, you had no business in my store. The
2: business is making a purchase. That's, That's the, business. the business. Yes. We sell
3: cigars. <laughs> you didn't buy cigars. You are not a customer. Right. You do not get the rights of customers.
2: And the customer should, they, in order to sit in the lounge, you, it should be for customers only. And they, It is for customers only. Right. So, I mean, the argument could be: I'm sorry, the lounge is just for customers only. I'm a customer mm-hmm. because you're here doesn't make you a customer. The purchase <laughs> right. makes you a customer. <laughs> oh, I bought this box 30 days ago. Yeah, sorry, I got it, it from day. you. You know, to say I bought these from you. Yeah. How do I know that? And and even yeah. if you did, again, back to the sandwich you bought yesterday from the restaurant, like you took it home to go, uh, doggy bag <laughs> to go home. That's where it's to be used at home when you take it to leave, to go, right?
4: R- Rudy just shared the story, <laughs> and I'm going to share it with you just to set you off even more. <laughs> he was in a cigar shop and went into the walk-in, and when he came back out, the guy at the counter just finished yelling at two guys who had arranged to make a cigar transaction between themselves and do it from the shop. One guy brought the box of cigars from home and was in the process of selling it to the other
2: guy. In the guy's store. In God. the oh, guy's
4: store. Gone forever.
2: And by the way, we have to have a tobacco license Mm -hmm. to sell commerce within there. And you're not only breaking the law and and breaking this guy's balls and and hurting the sales. That guy, the guy he sold to would have bought cigars from him. He's now your competitor. Mm -hmm. It's insanity that this continues to happen, and it does continue to happen. So if you're a cigar authority... You know better. Please stop so immediately. You're
5: saying it's insane.
2: It is sane. It is time to take a I was a wondering how long asylum. it was going to take
1: to get to the uh, transition there.
2: From your friends at Asylum Cigars.
1: It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful Medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars, with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum
4: cigars. (laughs) 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 And this week we're following up on an asylum from a couple of months back where a woman sued her former partner for catching an STD in his car. This week a court of appeals affirmed that Geico must pay a $5.2 million settlement to the woman. Gentlemen, if you have Geico as an insurance company, it's time to find some cheap-ass hookers, and that's not
2: only insane, it's asylum. All right. I, I see people mentioning corking fee and things that happen in places, so should we have a cutting fee, like you said, of the guy that did it? No. No. No, don't. There's not a cutting fee. Mm-hmm. Uh, smoke that cigar where you got it. Well, I bought it online. Well, go in your computer at home and mm-hmm. put their website on, and sit there in your house and go online and smoke that cigar. Yeah, not in somebody else's cigar store. I don't want you buying cigars from me and going to somebody else's cigar store mm-hmm. and smoking it. Please do not. We have a brand Dos Ombre, which is two guys Dos Ombre, mm-hmm. and it's a low price, great value cigar, and we sell millions of them. And I've heard, to my embarrassment, of other cigar store owners saying, yeah, I get this guy, he comes in all the time, and he you know, gets a 6x60 six Dos Hombres, and he smokes him in my lounge. I said, throw him out, mm-hmm. and if and tell me who he is so I can say to him, please don't embarrass me like that and do that.
5: Yeah, it's so wrong. Yeah, there was one place in San Francisco where you could actually go to smoke that had a cutting fee. But yeah. I always went in and bought one of their thirty dollars cigars that I didn't really even want, Yeah. and then I'd pay the cutting fee after that to smoke what I actually wanted to smoke. But you got to make a purchase.
4: Yeah, most God. places that do corking fees, they don't have a liquor license, so it's a BYOB place. Uh, there were numerous places in Jersey like that because like it's a million dollar for a uh, alcohol right. license, so they, there was a corking fee because they were providing service of. Uncorking the bottle, but they were unable to sell said bottle.
5: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they're providing glass. glass where you ice, really things, all yeah. that.
2: Yep, yep. All right, the After Show is a podcast we do that airs on Wednesday. The topic this week will be the PCA Trade Show. What should we buy at the PCA Trade Show? What is the new products that are coming out? We have a list. We'll go through them on that show uh, as we get ready. And I'm very excited of uh, Ed Sullivan will be uh, joining the PCA yeah, trade show. I'm going to be first.
5: delightful. I've already decided that.
2: Yeah? Yeah, I'm going to
5: just be delightful. Maybe converse with people. All right, good. Yeah, good. We'll try We'll it. see when you get there.
2: Yeah, it, it may, may turn around. It <laughs> may turn around, but uh, that's what we'll talk about. But we're right now talking about the Ten Commandments <laughs> of Cigars. You got number one, which is the most important, as I told you. Uh, but we'll go through the other ones uh, anyway. Number two, thou shalt not dra- brag about the brand you smoke, how much it costs and how rare it is. Nobody likes a snob. I'm telling this to you for your own sake that after you leave, the people may say that they don't like you because of those actions that you take and you don't know other people's pocketbook of they yes, they want to smoke that $30 cigar too, but they just can't and you know they're smoking Montosa And they're saying, oh, I like this Montos. And you go, oh, you should be smoking this $30 cigar instead because it's way better. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm smoking it. And now you're feeling you could lose actually both people at that point. That the guy that smokes the cheapest stuff feels like, I can't go there and smoke the cheapest cigars in there. Um, These guys are uppity. And then the... um, Talking about the guy after he ends up leaving and saying, I don't even like that guy, gets a hold of it and he doesn't want to go there anymore because mm-hmm. he's not liked. So don't be bragging on your um, now, there's on your fake Cuban cigars that you're smoking. If
3: you're you may be proud of an accomplishment. You know, there's been times when I've celebrated something and I got a more expensive cigar and someone says, What are you smoking? Oh, I'm smoking this Byron, and it's because I'm celebrating this milestone in my life.
2: If somebody asks you're, you what you're smoking, you certainly say it and say it's it's great if it is.
3: You should be proud of yeah. what you're smoking, and you should be proud of your accomplishments and proud of the celebratory nature of cigars. The the point of this, it's conversation. Is not it's good. Correct. It's not to rub anything in anybody's face. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Number three, thou shall not mistreat the cigar. Your cigar was pro- uh, probably unravelled because you cut it improperly, or it's burning crooked because you lit it wrong. That is ninety nine point nine nine percent of the time that these things end up happening. And sitting there bitching about it to the audience that's there, or to the to the owner, uh, you know, if this is happening to you over and over again, it's probably you. Um and, you know, it, listen, the cigar doesn't draw or something like that, and the store should do the right thing uh and correct that and give you a replacement. Uh, then again, when you've smoked a 7-inch cigar and you're down to the 1-inch mark and you say, the cigar didn't draw very well, you're a scumbag too. You right. knew it didn't draw at the beginning of it. Uh, or say, the cigar doesn't draw well, and they give you another cigar and you put it in your pocket and you continue to smoke that said cigar that didn't draw so well. You just—we all know it. This—this this is what you're doing, and uh, it's not
3: a buy one get one free, yeah, promotion.
2: Yeah. Number four: Thou shall not abuse the cigar. Uh, it is not okay to buy a double Corona and cut it in half. The only exception to that is going to be a Toscano. Uh, put a cigar, um, putting out a cigar and saving the rest for tomorrow, is considered ignorant. Smoke the cigar till you're done smoking the cigar. Let it go out in your hand. Put it in the ashtray and be done with it. Take it with you as you leave, saving it for tomorrow. It's insanity. Yeah. Thou shall not abuse. That's uh, (laughs) abusing. Thou, Thou shall store cigars properly. Buy a humidor or rent a locker in the cigar shop. Respect the hard work that goes into these hand rolled products. Very true. The person that needs a humidor, we're going to go into this on the um,
5: ash holes
2: -holes, uh, this week. Usually, the person that needs the humidor is the person that doesn't smoke all that many cigars all the time. Ed Sullivan does not need a humidor. He can get through a box (laughs) in three days, it's not a problem. (laughs) Correct. And it's not going to go dry on him in, in three days. He's going to be fine. The person that needs the humidor is the guy that boxes buys a box of cigars, smokes one a month, and a year from now says his cigars have dried out. They're not smoking well. Can I return these? You need a humidor. I think everybody needs a humidor. If you're a cigar smoker, you need a humidor. Make the thing. It'll last you forever and ever. Uh, If you buy something halfway decent and waiting for that day to come that you're going to buy the humidor is, why didn't you do this a long time ago? I promise you that's what you're going to say after you have the humidor. Correct. I should have done this a long time ago. And the
3: thing with humidors, too, is save your pennies a little longer and get something a little bigger than what you think you Mm. need. Uh, And I didn't listen to that advice in the early days. you. You did. Yes. And I bought the small one. And I outgrew it in three months because I was was just dipping my toes in the water when I got it. And I should have spent a little extra and got one that was twice the size and been ready for the next time there was an event.
2: Absolutely. Number six, thou shalt not bitch about the prices of the cigars. Every state has different taxes, different markup. If you don't like it, find another place to buy your cigars. But to stand in the in guy's cigar store not knowing what his overall costs are and why a cigar is priced the way it is gets into this argumentative thing that ends up happening and you will soon learn that the guy will tell you, oh, we're in Massachusetts it's a 40% tax, oh, I didn't know there was a 40% there's a reason why the price is the price of there, and he's not on a used car lot where you're negotiating price the price that's on there, and especially you're buying one single cigar, shut up and buy the cigar or don't buy the cigar and buy something else at the price it is having the conversation of why this cigar is priced the way it is it, it, it's.
5: I I spent a lot of time in that San Francisco bar explaining to people that yeah, thirty dollars. That's what it is, right? It's a twelve dollar cigar, but then you've got California
2: tax, and on top city of tax, that, city tax, sales tax, and you're
5: having it in a cigar lounge
2: where his overall costs are high right? Because in downtown San Francisco. $400,000 liquor license. Think
3: about people that don't run their air conditioner all day long, even though that would be ideal for your cigars to keep your house at or below 70 degrees. It's very expensive to do that. We run the air conditioner 24 hours a day. Yeah. In fact, we had a, an AC unit go down. We have six units in the building. We had one go down. Luckily, it was the one in your office, so no, no harm, no
2: foul. <laughs> no, not, not uh, at all. I needed to lose weight.
5: <laughs> I went to visit you on Tuesday. I couldn't even stay in the office. Yeah. Was he couldn't hard. stay at his office. He was hanging out in the middle room for a little while.
2: Uh, number seven, thou shall not be rude about cigar smoking. We cigar smokers are respectable, tax-paying people. You respect all of us while in public. These, you represent you. all of us while yeah. in public. Um, wow, you don't even have it there, and, and you know. I
3: know what the words in English <laughs> should be for that sentence, yes.
2: So I'm going to see this at the trade show this year. Somebody
5: the, in front of a sign that says, no smoking, smoking here.
2: Smoking. Yeah, with a lit that drives me crazy. With the middle finger up, and I go, that doesn't do us any good. Mm. Um, and we get threatened by the uh Mm-hmm. Not the trade show, but the, the host hotel yeah. that's doing it and saying, "If you guys keep this up, you're out. We're not going to have you back next year." Not, not
3: only that, if they do have you back, it's going to be way more expensive because now they have additional cleaning they have to do in areas that are designated for non-smoking. Uh, give everybody a break. Just do the right thing. Yeah. If you wouldn't do it in front of your grandma, don't do it. All period.
2: Right. Yeah, it's not funny. It's 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 very very bad. Overall, for the industry doing those things. And I just know we're just a couple of weeks away from that whole thing starting again. And these are cigar shop owners doing mm-hmm. it, you know. So th- these commandments aren't just for the consumer only, they're for the cigar shop owner also to understand these things. Be respectful of other people. It says no smoking, don't smoke there. You're, you're in a place um, where maybe it doesn't say it by the pool or something like that, and a whole bunch of little kids are playing by the little kids' pool, and you say, that's where I'm going to smoke. I can smoke over here and stuff. Yeah, don't do it because, <laughs> you know, find all that tree over there and get away from the people. You'll be happier, and they'll be happier. Make everybody happy. Stop this insanity that continues to go on. So uh, You don't that- have to
3: say insanity anymore. Asylum's over. Asylum's mm-hmm.
2: over. Use a different word. All right, so uh, we are at number seven, and right now, early thoughts on Terra Nova, Kentucky. It is very. If I didn't tell you it was Kentucky, you, you'd say, "Oh, there's a nice little hickory taste to it." That's
3: the exact point I was going to make. This is uh, like an applewood smoked bacon. Good. I where see you land. open up the package and it's ever so slight. There's not. It's not in your face smoked bacon. It's just. Slightly cured with a little applewood smoke, and then it's delicious. Nailed it even it. has a little fattiness to it. Nailed there's it. a there's a thick smoke coming off. This would get a high rating if uh, in that category for Cigar Journal's uh, notes.
2: Yeah, without without seeing this, you, you probably wouldn't say it, right? If you if it was a cigar journal it's subtle
3: but it is it is there i mean you would know you know the difference between bacon that is cured and uncured i mean you you can tell the difference in the aroma
2: plus i undercooked it like barry does then i couldn't probably tell
4: (laughs) (laughs) uh straight check really quick what do you think
2: it is uh five medium straight medium yeah
4: i'll I'll agree with the five and that's what the chat room agrees with too guys are all wrong 10% 10% at 1 to 2, 30% at 2 to 3, 50% at 4 to 5 and 10% at 6 to 7.
2: That's yeah, straight medium. Hmm.
5: Yeah. 4.7. All
2: right. Close enough. <laughs> Close enough. Uh right. let's go to break and when we come back uh is cigar smoking a sport you want to play we're going to tell you how and we have three more commandments three letters in the mailbox and a prize to give away stick around we're live in the toscano cigar soundstage and you're listening to the cigar authority on the united podcast network
0: To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit drewdiplomat.com. That's drewdiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age or older and a resident of the United States, including D.C. To be eligible for membership in this program, other terms and conditions apply. Surgeon General Warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes.
1: Since 1989, Nestor and Mariana Miranda have subscribed to one family, one vision with Miami Cigar and Company. Since their inception, the Miranda family has fulfilled their dream by creating some of the best cigars on the market today. Cigars like Nestor Miranda Special Selection, which is produced in Nicaragua, featuring an oily Nicaraguan habano wrapper that the cigar authority named their 2019 cigar of the year, and the Don Lino Africa which celebrates Nestor's love of big game animals. These soft, box-pressed cigars feature an authentic Cameroon binder, which creates delicious nuances and crescendos. Miami Cigar invites you to try these brands at your favorite tobacconist. You only have one life. How will you live yours?
7: That is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight.
2: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
3: What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. And every cigar is about five dollars. You know as well as I do, Dave. Jose Dominguez is no five-dollar cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the
2: end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. Jose.
7: Sono Michael Cappellini dal Toscano Cigars. Stai ascoltando al Cigar Authority. Sul United Podcast Network. Benvenuti a tutti voi.
2: We are back. We're smoking Nova, Kentucky, and giving away prizes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. I see
3: what you did there, Ed Sullivan. I see what you yeah. did there.
2: What, because Kentucky fire cured? Threw a <laughs> through a little love. Toscano. Yeah. Dear, there
5: we go. Yeah, so if this doesn't have enough in... Well, ahead. now, so that's the interesting thing,
3: is some people are turned off by an excessive amount of that Kentucky fire cured. I like it from time to time, but sometimes Toscano can be a bit much to have every day or Mm -hmm. multiple shots of it. This has just enough where I could smoke this again tomorrow and I'd be okay. Yeah, I might have to wait
5: till Tuesday.
2: (laughs) This is going to be one of those things that I'm going to want the cigar every so often that it's going to, of all the cigars I have, it's going to be like, oh, I have to have um, the Terranova Kentucky there's a regular Nova that is Araparique mm-hmm. that has not the taste. That's
5: my preference. Okay. Yeah.
2: But every once in a while, you don't think you'll, you'll fall into this? Yeah, he just said
3: he's going to go to a Tuesday.
2: Do you know he ended up having that pizza I talked about, the Detroit pizza? Yeah. He I went it? there last night for the Detroit pizza. Have you made the Detroit pizza I haven't yet? made it. I think he's getting ready to. He's, well, you know, I,
5: I was looking into it. I, I don't think it's appropriate for Dave's pizza oven because the, the temperature is too high. Right. In and his oven? A, yeah, it's a thicker crust and I think the top of it it just get charred to shit. Before Couldn't you just it cook. cook
3: it like only half in the oven and I, just keep moving?
5: I've rotating done
2: that it? before. Yeah. I could do that. I
3: still want to cook a steak in that pizza oven. Yeah.
5: No,
2: I don't think you can. Y yeah, you could. Really? Oh, for sure.
5: Oh, Ed Sullivan. I think you I, underestimate think, my I've culinary
2: tinfoil- skills. You put tin foil on the top of it so it doesn't.
5: Well, yeah. when we have the pizza episode, maybe Mr. J can cook a steak. We can mess around with different stuff. But I think I we have to do some work before that. I've got to go to your house and do an internet assessment All for right. where we want to broadcast. From. While
3: he's there, you guys can also experiment with this Detroit pizza. Oh. You know, for science. 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 I think that's where he was going with this.
2: <laughs> All right. Hey, we have the Cigar Smoking World Championship twenty twenty-two information right here. Cigar Smoking World Championship twenty twenty-two, a qualifying event. A two guys smoke shop in Salem, New Hampshire, right here in the studio. We're going to do it on Friday, July 29th at 6 p.m. This will not be a show where we'll air because it could go on for a long time. Hours. Yeah. So uh, we will just do it here. So if you want to be part of it, you'd have to actually come here. And this is a qualifying event, meaning the winner of this will be in the U.S. championship. And the winner of the U.S. championship will be into the world championship. So uh, there's a handful of these happening around the country. Ours is Friday, July 29th at 6 p.m. You need to be here at 6 p.m. We're going to put out some food, drink, and then we're going to go into the rules. And then it starts right at 6.30.
3: Now, what you should do, pick yourself up a handful of the competition size, the Marvella, it's called. Mareva. Mareva, thank you. And time yourself. See if you can get that to smoke in the 40 to 50 minute range. If you can, you got a good shot. Right.
5: Well, and it's good anyway to know okay, when does this go out? You know, how little attention That's, wh- can that's I why that's why
3: you got to you got to get a couple cuz the first one you're really looking at your puff count. How many mm-hmm. puffs does it take to get to the band cuz that's the shutoff. If you hit the band with the ember, you lose points. So You need to get your puff count going. I'm just helping people with this strategy here. Then the next one is how many seconds can go by before it goes out. and You do that because it's going to be a little different at each part of the cigar. And then the third one, you really go for it and see how long you can make that last. I will say that the guy that won three years in a row, his final record was... At or a past four hours,
2: unbelievable. He is retired. This is a five and a half inch cigar.
3: He's retired from competition. Thank God. Because, well, first of all, no one was going to beat him. But he he was so obsessed with it. He was he was spending too much time doing that and not enjoying his cigar <laughs> for one event. Or two events or three events, I think it's going to be a good experience for anybody to learn how to smoke slower.
2: So the idea is the participant that keeps the cigar lit the longest is the winner. That's how simple it is, but it has lots of rules to it. Participants who receive uh, hors d'oeuvres and drinks. After that, they're going to get two wooden matches. I told you not to use wooden matches. That's the only way you can light the cigar. A cigar cutter.
3: They're the long matches, though. You can get the sulfur to
5: burn off.
2: And a qualifying Rocky Patel Cigar Smoking World Championship, Marvea Cigar, and a one-year digital subscription to Cigar Journal Magazine. So you get that, too. Nice. At 6 o'clock, the hors d'oeuvres and drinks come. At 6.30 is the official rules, and at 6.40, the contest begins at that moment. So it's important that you get here at 6 o'clock. Qualifying winners of the Two Guys Smoke Shop will receive a $1,000 and that will be towards their hotel and airfare to Indianapolis, Indiana, to the burn by Rocky Patel for the U.S. Championship in August Hmm. to represent Two Guys Smoke Shop and compete with the U.S. winners. The winner of the U.S. World Championship, by the way, the winner of the U.S. World Championship uh, receives assorted gifts and transportation to Split, Croatia, to compete in the world championship. The winner of the world championship wins assorted prizes prizes totaling eighty thousand mm. uh, dollars. and will be the world champion. We'll have you on the show. If my God, if we get lucky and it becomes somebody that wins here, we'll give you prize. Do they too. get to bring
3: an entourage? I mean, I'm picturing a prize fighter walking toward the ring. I mean, is there a hype man involved? Can they can they have somebody there really getting them juiced up? If you win I'll give you my cell phone number I'll walk you I'll walk you down the aisle.
2: This is limited to 40 tickets to be sold. That's it, 40 tickets total will be sold at 59.99 per ticket while they last. So tickets are on sale right now. Uh, call the store. Drop by the store. If you want to be part of it, would love to have you there. Uh, I will be attending, but I will not be competing mm-hmm. uh, myself. I tried. I got 20 minutes of my son gas shut off, although I was doing, doing a lot of talking. talking. By the way, for the first five minutes or so, you're not allowed to actually even talk, Right. which I thought, wow, that's ridiculous. Why is that Happening, it's very important not to talk. You have to pay attention to the cigar, it's not enjoying the cigar. Get some cigars, uh, Rocky Patel World Championship cigars. Can you smoke, smoke other
3: cigars while you're doing the competition so that you have something to do? No, while you're
2: <laughs> it doesn't say that in the rules. I don't think <laughs> you call you're making an <laughs> audible on that. I don't think you want to. You really want to pay attention to this mm. thing. Uh, the great news is cigar smoking is a sport. Uh, if you're playing sports now, so hey, yeah, look cool. at it. You
4: guys are athletes.
2: That's it. So, <laughs> how cool is that? So uh, that is it. Call the store. Come by the store. Be part of uh, of the fun we're going to have here. And hopefully, we have a world champion winner. I hope we will have a qualifier. That's for sure.
3: Bring some extra cigars, just in case Dave's not looking.
2: Ah, so we have I'm
3: Andre. We you.
2: have Andre Dias in the chat
4: room, and he says his best time was two hours one minute. And he went to split to compete, but sadly he went out early in the final.
2: Wow! Mm. Wow! Very cool. Two hours. Cool and one story. Minute. Yeah. Uh, Two hours. Rule number eight. Rule number eight. This is the uh, <laughs> ten commandments of cigars. Moving along, thou shalt not go to a cigar event expecting free cigars. You cannot. If you cannot afford one, you shouldn't have gone to the event. If you do not receive a free cigar or you enjoy the free refreshments, buy something. Uh, no one likes a mooch. So cigar events are selling events. That's what happens. This is going to be a different event, that we're there to smoke the one cigar. You bought a ticket, so you already made a purchase anyway. You're going to get the cigar because you actually paid for the cigar anyway, and this this food and drink and things like that. But when an in-store event is going on and say – brand x is going to be here and the rep of the manufacturer is there going in and saying oh i get a cigar to try is that the whole idea of it no buy a cigar they may give you buy so many and you get free or there might be a promotion or something like that but it's always the idea is of a sale to happen at an event a sale We're in is business for-
3: to do business right
2: Number nine, thou shalt not be fooled by fake cigars. Those Cubans you bought on the cruise ship for $20 are fakes. Do not go around bragging about them. People are laughing at you. If that is happening in front of you or behind your back of saying that these glass top Cohibas and Mm. all this baloney that goes on, just be nice in the cigar shop and don't be braggadocious and make Mm. some new friends and, it's just not the way to go about um, your acting in the. Cigar the good show.
3: news is with the the upcoming prices of Cuban cigars, I don't think we're going to have very many people saying, "I only smoke Cubans."
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I only smoke Cubans, and I get them for twenty bucks because somebody's brother works in the factory, or whatever story is behind, mm-hmm. because they're going to be a hundred bucks, and.
4: Hey, I've seen it all over the Internet. People going, Yeah, I still get him for twenty bucks, I got a guy and they think it's real. Right. But
2: it's not. I got a guy. Somebody's breaking the law in this country, making hmm. a transaction, breaking the law and selling it for Less half, than what they paid half for. of their cost or whatever it is is Again, I gotta say insanity because it's, that's the word. And the last one of the Ten Commandments of cigars, and the, and the, as I say, the first one is the one that bothers people the most. Uh, the other ones you can probably get by with, but for whatever reason, you can't get past that making a purchase. Number ten is always have an extra cigar on hand. You never know when you run into a brother of the leaf uh, that needs a cigar in a pinch. You will make a new friend. It's. Happened to me before. I'm Mr. <laughs> cigar that I ended up somewhere and I'm like, oh my God, the cigars they're allowing cigar smoking here and I don't have a cigar and somebody offers me a cigar, he's my best buddy forever. That ends up happening. So it doesn't have to be expensive cigars. It can be a Montosa Did you got an extra Montosa in your get pocket? Get yourself
3: a two or three finger case, have a couple cigars in it, and be ready to make a
2: new friend. Yeah. Absolutely. <clears throat> So those are the Ten Commandments of Cigars. I hope you take them to heart. Uh, It's important because we try to be a better group of people. We're cigar smokers. We're we're better than that, right?
3: All right. It's time for the best email of the week brought to you by St. Louis Ray. This week, the prize is a backpack, a bottle opener in the shape of an anchor, a flask, and a tin sign. Did I get it right? You got yep. it right? There is no lotion. No, no lotion. lotion. There's no lotion in the flask.
4: No, nope. <laughs> hidden Not. anywhere. No, but if you want, you could probably fill the flask with lotion.
3: You could. Okay. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of thecigarauthority.com. Haseeb writes, "You've got to be Hasib kidding me
2: again. He doesn't quit. He doesn't mm-hmm. quit."
3: All of my effort is going to shit because one of you messes up my exceptional writing and the other Amadons look it up. I did by the way and you misspelled it. It's uh, A <laughs> N not O N. Yeah. <laughs> but it does mean fool or idiot. Okay. So that's us. The other idiot. Yeah, but idiots, if you misspell it, doesn't it you make you a fool
2: or idiot? No, I don't think I ever heard that word. All right, so he's trying to show off that he knows words better than we do. This
3: is so apropos. Which
2: isn't a stretch here, is it?
3: (laughs) Because as I'm reading this, and you Amadons are doing exactly what he said. All right. uh, He follows with, keep interrupting him while he's messing it up. First of all, my chess idea was delayed, David, because it was sent during the beginning of the draft days. So Mr. J said, it won't get any traction since you were working on the idea right now. I know, I know, you can't all chew gum, smoke cigars, and talk at the same time. The idea, basically, each member of the team creates what they believe would be the ultimate chess set. It sounds an awful lot like the draft. Uh, people make chess sets out of the Civil War characters, World War II, and many other amazing events and people in history. So if each of you pick your favorite team of cigars that would represent you, and you put them all on a chess board, one of those foldable ones, and there you go. You could choose a brand. You could pick which one would be the king, the queen, and so on. Understanding the logic of chess and that the king is the most important piece and the queen is the most powerful and so on. I'm trying not to make this too long. Well, that ship sailed,
6: buddy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Make a chess set of mixed cigar brands, or it could be the the whole lineup of of the Robusto is the rook.
3: Yeah, you you do it any way you want. The other is the queen. The the end... (laughs) The end he says, also, you allowed a preacher to win over a prophet. He calls himself the cigar prophet. Yeah. Uh, come on, what happened to religious hierarchy? LOL. The cigar prophet blesses your show even when you keep messing up his emails. So that's Hasib. Entry number one. Yeah, Sean Boudry <laughs> said I certainly feel blessed. Following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com, and Philip writes, plus 90 cigars. Hey, y'all. Yes, I'm from the South, Jonathan, so shut the hell up. David, be <laughs> quiet and let the man read the email. On a couple of occasions, I've purchased the Plus 90 cigars and have really enjoyed them for the most part. I'm a mild to medium guy, so it allows me to try some stronger cigars without high price points. I know y'all have explained in the past where the Plus 90s come from, so I completely understand why there are no bands. I'm really enjoying one now that is... I'm sorry, that is stronger than I typically go for. I'm typically smoking Dominican on Honduran cigars, but I have to fight through the first few puffs of the Hondurans as I'm not a huge spice or pepper fan, except for the Spice Girls. I love those British bitches. (laughs) That baby spice was, well, never mind, that's not the point. Smoking this cigar made me think of an interesting show idea, if it's possible... Those of us that want can buy a four-pack of the Plus 90s, and y'all mark them in some way to keep track and tell us the country of origin of the different (sighs) tobacco types used if you are even allowed to release that info.
2: Yeah, we're not.
4: not. Uh, Yeah, and even when you order them online, there's no way for us to know which ones we sent you because we, you know.
2: Yeah, the orderer and the guy packing is is grabbing four different ones if that's what Mm -hmm. you asked for.
3: There has been times... When I've been able to figure out what is in the plus 90 case, because I, I, I'm into cigars and I, I smoke a lot. Well,
2: face to face, you got a better shot.
3: Correct. Yeah. But I've seen that cigar still on the shelves for sale. And it's like,
2: uh, yeah.
3: You can't, you just can't tell people what they are. You can't, even when I figure it out, you can't say it because it ruins the whole thing and you don't want to devalue someone's brand. That's their baby. So the plus 90 thing, the lips have to stay sealed.
2: Yeah. Those are cigars from manufacturers, those that don't know, that they're just in wheels of 50. They're not even They're
3: Typically what happens is David's walking through the factory, and he walks by a wall of cigars, and he stops, and he goes, what the hell's going on with these?
2: They, you know- Sometimes
3: offers are made. Sometimes deal- yeah. handshakes are made.
2: And sometimes it's they, they make a certain line of cigars, especially a limited release cigar. Right. And in order to... They're going to fulfill so many, and it's a one-time release, that they make extras because it's going to be damaged. Who knows what's going to happen? And then they got these... And often there'll be a size that doesn't sell well. Yeah, So they'll also- end up
3: with a glut of one size, and the rest of the production sold through. They've moved on to the next thing, and they've got these cigars on their balance sheet they got to get rid of.
2: And sometimes there'll be other people that'll offer them money... And brand them and actually put bands on them and packaging and put this whole thing as as a limited release cigar, again, under a different name. And I thought it would just be easier to cut to the chase, save all that money on bands and boxes and everything and say, here's the raw cigar. This is the story of what it is. Uh, Can't tell you the, the company name because they don't want sometimes we have that brand in the Correct. store. Here it is in the store at $12, and the next thing you know, I'm mm. selling it for $6, and you're not going to buy the $12 mm. one, but somebody could go up, or, or even Barry, if he, if he knew what the answer is, and you know this guy likes this certain mm. cigar, and you go, I got a plus 90 I think you'd like. Mm. And they're $6 each, or four for 20 bucks, and you take his word for it, and you get the... the cigars and you say i love them and then the next thing you know those ones i got last time barry because i liked Mm -hmm. it and he remembers you and says i know what i got you um give me a whole wheel of those and you should you should because it's an unbelievable deal it's such an unbelievable deal i bought them all Mm -hmm. so you know that that says something right there so that's philip with the plus 90 and the spice girls we got I'm, Habib with a chess set. And Sean Baudry says, the third one must be the winner.
3: <laughs> third one's the winner.
2: <laughs> Paul writes
3: through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com subject, the curse of Mr. Jonathan. Last night I was playing Xbox online and smoking a cigar. The room is dark and the gameplay was intense. I reached over to grab my cigar and what happens? The lit end goes right into my mouth.
2: There you go. Welcome to the club.
3: After expelling the ash from my mouth, the first thing I thought of was Mr. Jonathan. Put the lit end in your mouth. You might like it, he says, like a haunting voice in the back of my head. <laughs> this got me thinking. Where there are other events in my life, when something occurs, Mr. Jonathan is always there. Yes, I live the cursed life by Mr. Jonathan. When I'm at the Chinese buffet and I see a pea pod, there he is. <laughs> when I'm at the cigar lounge and I see a yellow ribbon, in the cigar box, there he is. When I sprinkle cinnamon on my French toast, there he is. When I pop my pop tarts, when I enjoy a trail mix with dehydrated grapes, when I see De- someone
2: dehydrated grapes, what is that?
3: When I see that would someone be a raisin, when I see someone with a big ass tank, there is Mr. Jonathan. So my question: How do I lift the curse of Mr. Jonathan? What or who must I sacrifice to return my life to normal? Please help. Signed, Paul. Go
4: to
2: church. Yeah, <laughs> request way. an exorcism. Right, right. Uh, all right. They're, they're uh, fair. They're all. They're, they're all fair. There's not a uh, a big one there, but him connecting all the dots to Mister Jonathan is is a winner for me. Yep. Yeah. Three. Yeah. Three. Paul gets it. Paul gets it. Time has and when, flown. So when Sullivan.
3: people when people win. We we're paying the shipping for this prize. So, yeah. Paul, if you have cigars that you wanted to try one or two of, there's no additional cost for shipping. Just add them right to the order, and you can add that to the subject line in the uh, in your order. Happy we'll send them out to you. Happy
2: birthday to Doctor. Ross and uh, Gene Wilder and Adriana Barbeau and uh, relative of mine and Henry huh. Hill because they were on uh, uh, today for the. Uh, classic three-way but but we're not going to do it you barely
5: have time to give away a prize right
2: henry hill was what 38 oh we got to give away a prize oh my god you stayed on here and this is hashtag burn the band Mm -hmm. we have the winner of hashtag burn the band
3: sure it's not a viagra commercial This is not the
2: winner this is not the winner this is what you sent me oh it is okay (laughs) it is the winner all right it's hard to see it on that monitor all right, so this is interesting. Okay, here's the winner. Uh, they got three boxes of Cigar Authority 12th Anniversary Lanceros. We said we'd give it to the winner of it, and there was a lot of great stuff out there, but there's a reason why I picked this one here. So let's show it to those that are watching on Facebook or YouTube. And uh, here is a uh, long uh, kind of bent ash that's on here. With a, you can tell it's a hammer and sickle cigar that was burnt. But the interesting thing is, if you zoom into this, and Ed, you got to zoom in on this, is to zoom in. Notice the um, the phone that's in the back of this. This is looks like a, a U.S. postal worker <laughs> on his route of delivering mail. I just noticed that. Yeah, because I had that
4: saved to my phone because this was my vote. It was, too? yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so he's at work delivering mail. And holding an ash like that at the same time while driving a, a vehicle. And it's a professional
3: move right there. It's
2: unbelievable. And I said, oh, my God, that's a lot of talent that goes on here. <laughs> and I, he's obviously right on the street yeah. doing his route. Uh, hopefully he doesn't get in trouble for this. I don't know if he's allowed yeah. to do this or not. Looks but like I, a nice neighborhood, too. Nice neighborhood. Nice neighborhood. And uh, there it is, and there's three boxes, too. Uh, you have the guy's information?
4: Yeah, I'm going to reach out to him right now on the Instagram, which is where he
2: posted it. Does he have a name?
4: Uh, it was car with a number on it.
2: Okay. Uh, but congratulations, three boxes of Lanceros, amen. Uh, three less uh, that I have <laughs> to look at, but still plenty more to go. Uh, if you if you'd lost and you said, I was waiting to make that purchase uh, of the... Uh, Cigar Authority Lanceros, we have uh, some left. It's a 7x38 Lancero, and there's 12 to a box, and there was only 300 boxes made. This is
3: what you're using for fill. We don't need any more fill. (laughs) We're over.
2: It's not a fill. I'm trying to sell this damn thing. A box of 12 is $112, but you can double up and get two. For one hundred ninety nine dollars, which will get you free Sullivan, shipping. You're so
3: damn quick with the slides. <laughs> I'm friggin' impressed.
2: Or you can get three boxes, one of each color box, uh, for two fifty nine. That brings it down to seven dollars and twenty two cents. But even one box will be greatly appreciated. Box of twelve. Uh, you love Lanceros. You tell me all the time. Um, if that's the case, buy a box of twelve. There's only twelve in a box. Take pictures. Put buy them singles. on the Mewes.
3: Put them on the the Instas. On the Facebooks Yeah,
2: Show it to me. Show, show Hashtag,
3: it. does this make my fingers look fat? Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I, I was surprised you didn't have a whole bunch of uh, comments on that. Oh, or, yeah. On emails. I thought that was After gonna... last week's show. There were a
5: couple, but
2: yeah. they were
3: a little lackluster.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, compared to the mess we had today, but okay. <laughs> um, that is it. We're not going to do the classic three way. Your final thoughts here on Terra Nova, Kentucky Fire Cured?
3: Listen, it's it's absolutely worth the money. The burn has been completely true. The draw has been exceptional. I like the flavor. Again, I wish it was a little stronger for me, but people that like milder cigars and want to have that hint of Kentucky fire cured in there, it's very subtle but it is there.
2: Yeah, it's a little something different. Give it a try. Uh, There's a whole bunch you just got to try because it was in the care package, but uh, those are available too, uh, and those will be at the trade show and at all cigar retailers across the country uh, coming real, real soon, along with the Montosa, same company, this is Arnold Andre, a German company in the U.S. After over 200 years, they know how to make cigars. I'll put, I'll put both of those cigars against anything twice their price. Uh, I think they're great values, which at this time in our, in our life is important right now, value cigars. We'll talk about that on the after show today uh, for the PCA Uh, cigars that are coming out but next week is Father's Day weekend and our special guest will be Nelson Alfonso of Selected Tobacco makers of Adabe Byron and Bandolero and his son Fabio we're going to launch the 2022 firecracker the Bandolero firecracker and spill the beans on some new cigars coming from Nelson Alfonso until then you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network
3: and you may have learned something today which makes you The Cigar